0: All right, welcome back to another episode of World Madness. I've got the one and only Jake Almighty in the house. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. You're looking <laughs> looking sexy yourself, bro. Thank you. I'm
1: dig- I'm digging the blonde long hair on you, brother. Looking like uh, 1990s Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I get it. that a lot all the time, dude.
0: <laughs> it's like a mixture of him and Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Dude, really weird. Uh, so I'm, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. I, I was driving home Love from work the Fighters. other day. They're my favorite. And... Uh, I'm stopped at a, at a red light, and I look in my rearview mirror, and Taylor Hawkins was in the car behind me. Really? And I was like, oh, my God. And I, I was, like, just – I was staring at him, and then he honked. Like, really? I, I, it was a green
0: light I was supposed to go,
1: but, yeah. What? It was a
0: trip. It was a trip. Damn. You seen Food Fighters Live?
1: I've seen him. I don't know, five times or so. Yeah. I've, I've seen, like – like, Foo Fighters and then I've seen like the Sound City Players technically which was like you know Foo Fighters with Stevie Nicks and the guy from Slipknot and Fogarty and uh, I can't even remember who else it was but uh, yeah I've seen all all different Foo Fighters lineups.
0: Did you get to go to the Cal Jam Festival?
1: Yeah yeah I went to <coughs> Cal, the first one Cal Jam 17 <sighs> and I was I was on my deathbed pretty much I had this <coughs> like honestly it, it's it's it it felt like what COVID sounds like. Yeah. And but this was, you know, twenty twenty seventeen. And I was sick for like a whole month, and I definitely should not have gone to this festival, but I did because I had to see the Foo Fighters. Yeah, so. <laughs> dude. That was
0: uh, Queens of Stone Age, Royal Blood. The, yeah. That was the lineup, right? That
1: was that good. And, and uh, um, Cage the Elephant. Cage the Elephant.
0: And Noel Gallagher. And uh, Man, what a great lineup. Yeah. It was I sick. went to the year after. To the 2018 yeah, one. Yeah. That was sick because Tenacious oh, D, first time ever. That was the, that was the <laughs> one I was
1: like, fuck, I've never seen the D. I've always. I, I've seen. Um, Dave Grohl's like f- like forty seventh birthday or something like that. They rented out the forum. Yeah, and they had fucking Slash come out and then, oh yeah, dude. They had you know the usual people they have come out and play and shit. And then um, Jack Black and Kyle Gass <coughs> came out and they sang immigrant song. Did they? And Slash was playing guitar. It was it was stupid cool. Was nice. Like, dude. There's footage of it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah,
0: it was cool. Like uh, the year I went. um, It was uh, again 10Hz. Foo Fighters obviously killed a Iggy Pop. I didn't. I've never seen them. Oh hell yeah! uh, I think it was. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong name, but it's either garbage or garage. Oh, okay. you were in
1: Garage. I was, I was in Garage. <laughs> I mean, I was in a band called Garage, but but <laughs> I, th- I think it was garbage because that that was they were like big in the '90s. And that's do you remember like, that band? Yeah. yeah, that was Butch Vig's band, and he was like the you know he produced Nevermind. and oh, okay. Like all the, the, the Nirvana albums and shit. There's
0: a, like a lot of '90s bands that I'm trying to catch up and and realize that they could have been bigger, but they didn't. Ah, uh, that's li- okay. I yeah, like <laughs> the Primitives and uh, Never heard of them. Uh, the one song, Crash or there was. Uh, I mean, No Doubt is a pretty big band. Of the oh, 90s. of course, yeah. yeah, they're
1: one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, I know you're a huge fan. Uh, are you a big fan of like the drummer? Oh, dude, Adrian Young, I love that guy. I'd <laughs> freak out if I met him. Yeah, 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 he's
1: he's sick. He's so cool. I love that guy.
0: Yeah, the song I I, uh, I really dig from No, uh, no Doubt is "Don't Speak" and "Spiders." Yeah, those are some of my favorites. I I
1: play like whenever I you know I have I've been playing my drums a little bit more lately because I I took like kind of a Hiatus. A little hiatus, yeah. You know, it's I do that every couple of years just to refresh, and we can talk about that if you want. But um, of course, but fucking uh, yeah! Now that I'm back playing again, I, I've really been enjoying playing. Um, oh no, not Spiderwebs! I I can't remember the uh, um.
0: Which song is un- it? underneath it all? That's the one. That <clears throat> oh I play a lot. yeah, uh, yeah, that's such a good song. The that the stuff like to cover from uh no doubt is like really fun. I mean it, it's. I guess it's like, what the the first wave of ska music?
1: Yeah, they were. I think because there's like three main ska waves, and they were like on like the third. Yeah, they popularized was, it. Yeah, for sure. Like the California kind of, you know, there was. I was just listening on the way over, like uh, like Skank and Pickle. Yeah, and some of those kind of bands. But yeah, no doubt for sure came out of like you know the Long Beach kind of post Sublime era, right? And shit. Yeah, I you didn't. come
0: from a, a ska reggae background would you say you know? yeah i your, your mean your drumming and uh, and your music taste
1: yeah i mean my my original i mean <coughs> i started playing drums when i was 10 and i was really you know into like system of a down and green day and i love those bands that to was this day. yeah i know you do i am like you know still <laughs> fan too. i like that's we bonded over that and um so that was like my original stuff and then um i got more into like uh zeppelin and classic <coughs> rock and then it wasn't until i was probably 18 or 19 i started getting into like you know like cali reggae like california reggae California reggae, yeah. yeah and i mean and then now i'm into you know all like the the root stuff and like oh old, yeah. old ska yeah. old reggae but um yeah i mean that's that's like my that's my 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 niche i guess you yeah
0: <laughs> i gotta say i, I like california's uh reggae a lot better than like the origins of reggae yeah i get i get more into it i mean like revolution oh dude i fuck uh, hard with revolution. yeah stick figure oh you know stick figure i love stick yeah F- bro stick figure is my shit They're I, one of my favorites. every time i go drive by to ventura or uh santa barbara to go surfing it's a must to go play stick figure fuck
1: yeah dude that's like that's the yeah, vibe uh, freaking pepper pepper <laughs> dirty,
0: uh, dirty heads i gotta
1: give a shout out to them to Duddy B and Jared. Yeah. What's the uh, that's
0: slightly stupid? I was about to forget,
1: but slightly, slightly, slightly stupid. stupid. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it, it they were like you know they they, <coughs> they played with Sublime and shit like Sublime like in the like in the Brad Noel days.
0: I wish I could have seen like the original lineup for uh, you know Sublime.
1: That would have been crazy, dude. <laughs> I
0: know that's uh i
1: i've seen sublime with rome like i i have mad respect for them like they get a, like rome gets a lot of hate i feel like or at least i've heard and in, in you know like since they've come out just because everyone's like you're not brad Noel <coughs> uh, but i don't know he's he's a super talented guy super talented musician and producer and like this girl i dated for a long time who got me into reggae yeah. she was like you know like hardcore rome fanboy dirty oh, okay. heads, and so that's kind of how i got into that world but um yeah, dude, like, just, uh, I love Dirty Heads, I love Sublime. Dirty love Heads is a great stuff. band, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah um, I think one of the first ever, uh, like, kind of, like, ska reggae show that I've technically ever been to, have you ever heard of, like, uh, Back to the Beach Festival over in Huntington Beach? No, uh, how have I never heard of that? It's hosted <laughs> by Travis Barker and, oh! and John, John Feldman by Goldfinger. Yes, So. okay. They had the craziest lineup ever because uh first of all, you when you have mighty mighty Boston, it's like, dude, that's a throwback. Yeah. Then you have the Aquabats, and then you know, that, the, that was you know,
1: Travis Barker's original <clears throat> band, right? Yeah. Okay. Dude, he, he
0: was there playing. <laughs> that's so they sick. they invited him, he dressed like like the whatever he did, like they look like.
1: Yeah, they, they have like cost like onesies or something. Yeah, like right? onesies. Yeah, yeah. And
0: so it was really I, I honestly I thought they looked like sperms, but like <laughs> <laughs> like when I saw it was like, Whoa, this is kind of weird. It's like an old school 50s batman suit nice yeah so the Aquabats <laughs> bats is cool and I, I got to see goldfinger of course Hell uh yeah. less than jake i'm not sure if you that's yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Le- than jake interrupters a hot new upcoming uh ska band that took like the charts uh the interrupters yeah i've seen them a couple of times Yeah, they're yeah. really fun the, la- the like last- everyone's just dancing and like skanking and oh yeah just, dude yeah.
1: i the last time i saw uh was it dirty heads Maybe not the last time, because I know I've seen them twice. I know they oh, they they uh, opened for Dirty Heads, and like maybe Tribal Seeds. I've seen Dirty Heads more than any other band that I've ever seen, so I can't even keep track. But, <laughs> but uh, they they definitely opened for Dirty Heads, and then I saw them open for I want to say Revolution <clears throat> at oh, the really? Santa Barbara Bowl. I saw them. Oh it was, it was, sweet, it was sick. They're they're really fun. Yeah,
0: a- Amy's a talented singer, and I love how it's like that whole band is like brothers oh so, are they really yeah i don't know anything about them all that the, much. All, the all the guys who are like shaved-headed th- those are like the brothers and i believe amy is married with one of the ten. oh really yeah <laughs> so it's like a family it's a family. family yeah i love that. and they're like labeled with uh tim armstrong from rancid oh yeah okay. so th- it's like a correlation of all like that whole, old school like like punk from the 90s to be honest
1: Dude, yeah like that like punk kind of ska type yeah stuff. i love it so
0: it was cool because then who headlined that uh festival was three eleven. <sighs> and who doesn't like three <laughs> eleven? I've seen them a couple of times. Bro, three eleven? Yeah. yeah that, was, that drummer's phenomenal too. Chad is, is the man. Chad is the man. He, yeah.
1: that's insane. Okay. Yeah. I I I've seen them have you ever heard of <clears throat> Cali Roots? The, the Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been to Cali Roots a couple of times. Uh, I saw them like mm. way in the back at like the bowl at, at at the Monterey Fairgrounds. So I didn't get to like actually see <clears throat> them. So that happened twice. And then <clears throat> there was a uh, – was it the last time? I want to say it was the last time I got to see Dirty Heads before COVID. Okay. It was – maybe that was when the interrupters – Were they probably there? Probably. Yeah, I can't fucking remember, to be honest. And anyway, so it was it was dirt, Dirty Heads headline, and 311 was like the, the mid-act. <clears throat> and like I hate to say it, but they fucking blew Dirty Heads away. It was like the end of their tour, and you yeah. could tell – the, the boys were just kind of tired, and 311 came <coughs> out. And Nick Hexham's fucking jumping around stage, dude. and the other dude I can't remember his name. He was, I mean, they were insane. I I just was like, they they like you could just feel the vibe. You know when you go to like, there's like certain shows you just go to and you're like, this feels special. Everybody's on the same page right now. Yeah, like when they, when they were playing Amber, like I know to like get like super. It's you a know, great song. It's live. such a good song. It's they're they're so great as a band. And just when they played that, like you could just everybody's singing. It was I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just, like, <laughs> it was just one of those moments it's like <laughs> fuck yeah dude music's music's sick yeah music, <laughs> <laughs> music's badass bro music is lit dude. yeah it's
0: <laughs> super lit dude whether you're lit or not dude like it's it's a good time yeah. to like see all those bands to be honest and 311 was definitely on that list like holy fuck dude this is rock and roll as hell yeah
1: <clears> and they and they go through like you know they go through so many genres too, like and like even yeah. through their albums and stuff. Like they're obviously kind of like reggae, and then they've got you know more like hard kind of metal stuff. Oh and yeah, they they get kind of like alternative, kind of like weird. Some of their newer stuff, kind is of hip hop cool. a little bit. Yeah, and and they <clears throat> definitely have like a lot of jazz influence. And um, I don't know, I, I, I love them, dude.
0: I think that's what makes a band successful when they can blend in with so many genres of music, hundred percent. But that's how I feel about like Revolution as well, because. They they throw a lot of um, I, I guess you could say like acid jazz and hip hop influence as well. Oh, for sure. You know,
1: for sure. Like uh, a lot of their newer albums. Definitely. I hear the like the hip hop influence. Oh, yeah. Um, And like same goes for Dirty Heads. Like, I mean, those dudes you want to talk about like eclectic. Like, I mean, they <coughs> they started as, you know, kind of like, you know, Fucking beach bum dudes playing yeah. acoustic guitars and shit, and then they went to more like hip hop. Like like their their I think it was their second or third, no, their third studio album. It was like more definitely super hip hop. And then, like, all their albums since have been, like, a blend of, like, reggae, hip-hop, kind of, like, hard rock type stuff. Oh, yeah. And But, I mean, they've done acoustic. They they cover, like, you know, old classic rock and, like, country style stuff. Like, oh, yeah. They're, they're all over the place, <coughs> man. I, I love them. I'll probably keep talking about them through this whole interview. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please do so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I uh, yeah, all those bands, like, gives me always, like, the chill. And it's like, it, I can, it can never get old, to be honest. I get never bored. It's, I mean, like... Come on, when you hear Third Eye Blind or Sugar Ray yeah, dude. Or, or even Sugar or, or, Ray, or yes. even Lit, dude, like that's like some good stuff.
1: It really is. I it's like, you know, every, I feel like everybody goes through phases of music, but there's just some shit you could throw like you could throw on I don't I don't know. You could throw on 311 or or just like some reggae rock at the and everyone's like, "Oh, it's perfect for the beach." But like, I don't know, for driving, for sitting by the pool, just for like kicking it at the end of the of the night with a beer or something. It's just like it's just so Mellow and easy to listen to. It's and the best. I think that's dude. why I kind of fell in love with it in the first place. I think
0: that's why I will never leave SoCal to be honest, because it's, it, it's in our it's in our roots, bro. I'm like you can feel it for sure. I
1: mean, you know, we have surfers. I I didn't even know you surfed. I surfed, dude. I, like you just said a couple minutes ago. Yeah, bro, we I, should we should surf sometime. You later. surf? Yeah,
0: yeah. Where do you like going surfing at? Um, I'm kind of more of a longboarder, so like same first here, Malibu. Oh, cool. I got like an eight footer. Nice. I started with the nine footer, but I kind of went down just so I can start hitting more of the like the big waves. Okay. Yeah, so I usually go to C Street. Uh, oh,
1: wow, you surf you surf big waves. That's like, C Street gets pretty big. Bro,
0: I went to Rincon for the first time, fucking gnarly. I, I got my ass kicked really bad. Yeah, I, I do not recommend, if you're not a pro level, like, get away. No,
1: I've surfed <laughs> Rin, Rincon a couple of times. It's like, um, it's, it just it's, depends on how big it is. It's sketchy sometimes. If, if it gets over four foot, I, I, I really don't surf <clears throat> that much. Like, if it's over four foot, I just... I don't know. I grew up, my, my dad is like an old time, like started surfing in like the, you know, the late 60s. Oh, yeah. He's still doing it and he's still out there ripping it up. But um, I grew up surfing <clears throat> and I, I, I was like a part of the culture because my dad and I I didn't really get into it probably until I was about 14. Like right. really get into it. And then I've just, I, I kind of just was like a, a summer surfer. And then just the last couple of years I've been, you know. I go out whenever, but I bought a stupid fucking uh, wave storm from Costco, and I'm out there Dude. with all those guys. Yeah, I got one of my boards from, from Costco. So yeah. embarrassing. So no, it's, it's All okay. my buddies
0: have like good ass boards, and I'm like, this is embarrassing. I know. It, this like, sucks.
1: To 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 go from. It was kind of my rebellious surfing stage because my, my dad, like, you know, I always just rode my dad's, like, hand-me-down boards. And he has, like, really nice, like, yeah. shaped down boards and stuff from, like, you know, rest in peace, Glenn Kennedy. And you uh, from all shaped by him pretty much. Um, and, uh, yeah, so to go from that and, like, like, take care of your board and, like, make sure you rinse it off and put it back in the bag and, like, don't ding it. And then... Now I'm, like, surfing on my own. I'm like, fuck that. I just want my own board I can throw in the car and, like, throw on some racks and, yeah. like, you know, just crashing into some rocks or some shit. I don't That's shit why I got the know. wave storm. But now I'm, like,
0: now I'm getting back into it a good amount. And
1: I'm like, yeah, I want a real board. This fucking
0: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I tried uh, the winter session for the first time ever. Oh, really? Yeah, this uh, this past December. Okay. Now I experienced, like, what it feels like to be in, like, those wave uh, winter sessions. Like, yeah, it, it's, it can get gnarly. Like, it's especially it, when there's
1: wind everywhere. It's a lot different when it's cold. <clears throat> I mean, I like got a four,
0: uh, like, a four wetsuit. Three? Yeah, I got a four-three, so I'm warm, so.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I, for me, I, like, I don't know. I hate wetsuits. I, I have a three-two and a four-three, and I only, I, I, I wear the four-three, like, in my pool more often, to be honest. Just because, like, if I want to jump in my pool and it's fucking cold. But I can't surf in that thing, dude. It's, like, really? so constricting. I, I wear my three-two, and I, like, I just get out if I get cold. You
0: feel like it's just too heavy, huh? Or, like, yeah, you, can't, you can not barely move? Like,
1: I can't paddle all the way. Like, I can't get a good, like, full, like, shoulder rotation. I feel you. And then, like, you know, when it's, like, time to pop up, I, like, I just can't do it, so...
0: Yeah, it's definitely a burden. It, it's yeah. it's definitely it's kind of heavy. In the summer it sucks. Yeah. It, it's super hot. Oh, like, I just I just trunk it in the summer.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever worn a wetsuit in the summer. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I like, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of blubbery. I like, Bro, I, like <laughs> I I love getting tan on the summer. Yeah, dude, it's nice.
0: Uh going out to San Diego in Orange County is like the best in the summer.
1: I I I haven't spent too much time <coughs> down there surfing. I like my aunt lives out that way and when I was a kid, my dad and I would surf like at San Onofre and Old Man's and shit. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, long board waves and stuff. But um, I haven't spent too much time down there surfing. Do you know any good spots down there?
0: I mean, if you're in San Diego, almost every spot you can find is really good. You can go to Black's Beach, which is by, like, the University of San Diego. Okay. <clears throat> you can go to Ocean Beach, which, which is, like, recommended for any level. It's, like, super nice. It's, like, sandy. It's sandy. Like- it's clear water. You almost feel like you're in Hawaii. Okay. It's good vibes. Uh, Mission Beach is pretty good. Okay. You can go to Imperial Beach. Um,
1: wow, you know the spots, dude.
0: Bro, I only went this summer, and I don't even know how I found these spots. Oh, wow, yeah, just hitting them up. Yeah, I honestly I want to go to Laguna Beach because i don't I'm not sure if you're into like boogie boarding, but they say like for boogie boarding, Laguna and Newport is like the best. Really? Yeah, I
1: like. I mean, I I definitely have boogie boarded more than I have surfed in my life. Oh and yeah, I actually, I totally forgot when I threw my backpack in the in the trunk of my car. I forgot I had my boogie board back there just because I was in in transport oh, from yeah. the last time I used it. But yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we, d- we should, we should like surf
0: sometime, dude. Bring the boogie boards. Just like, oh, yeah. You know,
1: bring some beers, hang out. Let's do I'm it. I'm down.
0: I'm down. I've always, sh- I've always tried to ha- put everything in one day. Like, I was in Santa Barbara last week and okay. I went hiking. And by the time I, because I, I also brought my bike, because they have sick bike trails over there. Oh, do they really? Yeah, yeah let's be honest. I like, didn't even know. yeah, for Santa Barbara, they have the best, like, bike trails. Okay. And, and then I try to go surfing, but I couldn't budget in, in like throughout one day. I, was, gonna say, I was like, that's dude, I'm pooped out by the time I'm already biking. Yeah. It's man. like the hiking trail is already fucking me over. Like my thighs are just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <doo-doo-doo-doo-doo>, like <laughs> just pumping. So it's like we gotta do one or the other. Um right. surfing already kicks your ass, let alone, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean if it's a pretty big day, it's you know, it's yeah, an, but it's I'm it's super workout. down
0: to be honest. Like Hell yeah. I mean, you live in West Hills, you're more you're closer to honestly. You're closer to Malibu too. Yeah, yeah. Malibu's yeah. the
1: spot usually where yeah. we, we end up going. Where, where I I forget. You live like out. I close live in like S- the it's
0: Uh Stevenson Ranch. Stevenson Ranch. Yeah, the okay. Beverly Hills of Santa Clarita. God, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Beverly <laughs> Hills of
1: Santa Clarita. <laughs> it's the nicest part of Santa Clarita. Hell yeah! All my haters can fuck off.
0: <laughs> fuck you guys! If yeah. you
1: if you don't like Santa Clarita, you're not goddamn American. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I I know like, what well, um. Your shows that you you know you hosted it before COVID, yeah. of course, uh, it was in West Hills, correct? Yeah, yeah. But there was so two different locations because the first time it was more of like an uphill. Um, right. I don't know if that was your place or your mom's or aunt's. So
1: the first one we ever did. um that was at uh, – I don't think you came to this one. That was at my friend – oh, the most recent one you came to, that's the one where we did um, the first one at. So that's my buddy Preston's house. So that's, that's Preston's house. Yeah, yeah, so that's where we've done a majority of the backyard boogies. Um, and for those of you who don't know who are listening, I host like a – like a. Um, like a little music festival in my backyard. Just like shows and it's local amazing. bands. And like Paul's played and been. And yeah, like he's, he's, a, he's a staple at Backyard Boogie now. So, <laughs> um, it's amazing. Good vibes everywhere. Yeah, I love thanks it. Thanks, dude. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, so the f- that, that one was at Preston's house. And then the one that you played at, that was in my grandparents' house. Okay. So um, we've only done one live one at my grandparents' house. And that was the one you guys played at um, with Garage. And then... Um, now just since covid i've been just having like you know like solo artists and like my band played but you know just like super acoustic style um we just have them set up in my backyard and my buddy dan shoots it and then my buddy aaron has been helping me like record the audio and stuff and um we basically just like um like i curate these little like backyard shows without an audience and it's just like you know my sister's sitting back there and the other artists so we've got like you know everybody came out got tested for covid Okay. And um, yeah, like Faraz did one. Oh, nice. Um, my band did one. My buddy Justin did one. Dora, my, my good friend Dora did one. And we're releasing one this week with my buddy Jackson. Um, he's performed at a couple of the Backyard Boogies as well. He's uh, like a rapper, hip-hop artist. Okay. So, um yeah, so check those out. But yeah, it's like that's my grandparents' backyard. It's super lush and green. With and the pool, the pool. Yeah, oh, I love that place. <laughs> that's the pool. I, I try to jump in it a couple times a week. It's it's freezing to. right now. But oh, it's, it's freezing. Cold. Oh, it's so cold. It's not heated. Yeah. Oh, I just, really? I just jump in. I try and like breathe for oh. twenty seconds, or like I try and do twenty breaths as long as that takes, and then I jump out.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah it's it's insane. But it's, cold. it's probably super nice in the summer.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, the summertime, it's, like, a necessity because it gets, you know, fucking 120 yeah. now that global warming is a thing, so. <laughs> it is. It's
0: especially around, like, Woollen Hills, West Hills area. They
1: say that's, like, the hottest part of the valley. I so. don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I've spent I I've spent the last two years living in Granada Hills, and I think it gets pretty fucking hot there, too. But Woodland Hills, I just think because it's, like, at the, the foothills of, like, the Santa Monica Mountains, it just,
0: like, it gets baked. Baked as fuck, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, it's, like... <laughs> Calabasas, like even Simi Valley, those places, like, dude, I don't even like hiking around there area. Yeah, the summer, it's, it's it's hell. It's terrible, I, dude. I think we forget sometimes that like this whole area is desert. Like, it is right know? now where we're at. Shout out to Chatsworth, <laughs> California. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's like really hot. And like, yeah, it's all desert. Pasadena, like, if you were to look and you're like, oh fuck, this is one big ass mountain right here. Yeah, yeah. That's it.
1: That's why they shoot porn out here. They used to shoot porn out here cuz that's all it's just so hot and steamy all the time. <laughs> and then they moved to Vegas.
0: Yeah, they all did. I think the valley <laughs> still does porn. I'm pretty sure. I'm
1: sure. Sorry. I just burped into your microphone. Oh, so you hear that. So. Oh, you're
0: all good, dude. Burp <sighs> all you want. Burpity burp. But, um,
1: is this was that the first uh um world madness burp you've ever yeah, experienced? Yeah, actually. Okay.
0: That's pretty true. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> First Burpity burp That's a a level up For this podcast Hell yeah dude I'm gonna (laughs) get like Five more viewers Because of that burp Sick You're welcome (laughs) Yeah (laughs) But yeah The fucking uh, Valley with like I I didn't want to Believe it was true But uh, Apparently the valley Is notoriously known For the strip clubs And just Porn And porn. and porn
1: Oh, that's what I was gonna say. There's definitely some houses. I mean, because I've grown up in the Valley. I grew up in West Hills and Woodland Hills. Yeah, and just, you know, friends and Reseda and Van Nuys and like the the north end of the Valley. But um, I could show you some spots where I'm like, okay, I know for a fact they shoot porn in that house. Really? Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. Damn. It's like that. It's just like a random like big <coughs> house in the middle of like regular looking houses, and it's got like big gates all the way around if it, there's any valley people out there listening right now like y- you know where i'm talking about there's one on like plumber like okay. if you come off to panga onto plumber it's like this house has been there for years they definitely shoot porn there right like, 100 really? yeah that's fucking weird <laughs> dude
0: <laughs> i love going out like just driving by to the valley it's it's uh, nice out here it's, yeah it's like really nice it, it feels like home yeah it does it feels like actual california i don't know where i live is just it's just too boring at this point
1: well it's funny because i was talking like i was talking to my sister about it the other day because my i have two sisters and and my middle sister i'm the oldest and the middle one she's moving to san diego actually um in the next year and then uh, my youngest sister she (coughs) she's like getting her credential she's at csun and stuff and she was like you know the valley like we hated it as kids we were like it's so boring we want to move away but it's like Once you kind of get out there and see some other places and shit, it's, like, nice. But, like, you understand why our parents moved out here and lived out here. It's, like, a nice area. The schools are good. It's, like, close enough to, you know, like, cool shit like Venice and the beaches and stuff. Yeah. you know, there's people obviously moving away. Fuck you guys if you're moving away. California's still great. I don't care what
0: they say. Fuck all you haters. Fuck (laughs) you quitters. Dude, that's one thing. Quitters. Yeah. Quitters. Let's talk about that. I feel like why, it's a lot
1: of non-native California people, but yeah,
0: yeah. But why is it also why does it have to be like that? Why why is it like your your only option is literally to move out? I know. Well, I it's a lot of rich people too. Like I I I, I low key got <clears throat> butt hurt when Joe Rogan
1: moved away. Not gonna lie. And he's taking all the good comics with him.
0: I thought so. Joe Rogan uh, lives in the Calabasas. <laughs> he
1: did. Uh, well, he lived like over like... He in, was near in, like, the fires. Yeah, 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 yeah. his house but got burned down. He just, he just moved to uh, uh, Austin, Texas. He For his comedy? To, yeah, yeah. He's like supposedly starting some kind of like huge <clears throat> comedy
0: scene down there. Oh, he, um, he's doing with Dave Chappelle?
1: Yeah, yeah, with Dave Chappelle. And now like... Tom Segura's moving out there with him, and like well, all, like all these big fucking podcasters that I love, who I like want to run into one day. It's because they
0: got too hipster. That's why
1: uh, Austin, Austin is the new kind of like LA. I think I think it's like partially that, but also they're like you know comedy. Like life is happening over there in the midst of COVID, <clears> and stuff is slowly opening back up here, and it's been way open for there for a long time. Right. And, you know, obviously Joe Rogan's a gazillionaire now, and, like, they pay less taxes over there or some shit. I no. don't know. I'm not a politician. I I i, I'm, ne- I don't know the neither policies. Neither am I. I don't <laughs>
0: fucking know the policies or any of this. Let alone, I don't even care. I don't even want to know. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, if I, if <laughs> I didn't know, I'd probably go insane. Yeah.
1: That, I, ugh, dude, I feel like this whole last year has just been crazy, like, seeing people, like, get involved yeah. with shit they don't know what they're talking about. It exposed
0: a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck did you get your panty ass at, like, out of nowhere? <laughs> when did you decide to become woke or something like that? That's the thing. I, like,
1: listen, I definitely jumped onto the bandwagon. Like, it, it's hard not to when it's, like, you see
0: police uh, police brutality. Yeah, or yeah. Just like but that's been going on for, like, a while, and people didn't decide to open their mouths or anything. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's always <laughs> free. It's always mind-blowing when it's, like, all of a sudden because, like, mass media decides to do that like, i know we and should just be good people in an everyday situation
1: that's you know and here we are like in the midst of at the end of black history month and like you know i i feel like there's definitely more happening as far as like the black community and black culture like and other you know like we're, we're two fucking white guys you know we're two fucking it's white like, dudes in the fucking podcast but but i mean you know i feel like it shouldn't like it shouldn't just be like oh well you know the black community gets a month where the whole world is educated about it like it should just be you know in <coughs> daily life where people are educated
0: about. At this point, know, I don't even see from color to color. I just see you as a beautiful human being. <laughs> you as a beautiful human, being, and that's all I do. Like, I, I feel it dude.
1: <coughs> it's it's you know it's it's definitely a tough subject, yeah. and and I think it's it's definitely up to everybody, but especially you know people like us who are out there mingling with all kinds of people all day to at least be not like an advocate for it like you don't have to be out there on the front lines but like be able to have conversations about it you know yeah. like don't be afraid to talk about it because it does exist and it does happen and i mean
0: we yeah. should also be involved with like other like world problems as well like oh for real? globalism and like shit that happens in like europe or in south america like how can we how can we deny the fact that venezuela is still going through shit and like there's, there's like, genocides the, going you on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, how come we don't talk about that? It's all oh, because like, that's what CNN only wants to yeah. put in the news topic. It's like, that's bullshit, dude. For you real. Know? Like, I pay attention to that stuff. You fucking see Leonardo DiCaprio on his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally like about globalism, yeah. e- you know, every single day. Yeah. Trying to warn us and we're like, well, you're just an actor. Yeah. It's like, well, he's not trying to just be an he's actor. He's Just trying
1: to put it out that global warming's a fucking real thing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I know. And at the same time, we're just we're just two dum dums sitting here. You <laughs> know, to, like we we love music and that's what we know. But it like, it's important to at least be able to talk about it and like be aware of it. So I I think it's a first step because a lot of people aren't even aware of like what's going on in the world. Like there's still people who deny global warming. You know. That's pretty sad. And that's sad. I mean. That's I don't pretty know. weird.
0: I can't. I, or they or they think the world is flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a circle. It's it's, uh, it's
1: definitely a circle. Did you see? Have you seen the, the Mars rover footage? Yeah, that just came out, dude. That that gives me goosebumps too. Yeah, right. That's literally a different planet, it, and it, it, it's it like, there's something about it. Did you did you see the the pictures or the footage or any of it or no? uh, pictures? Okay, so there's this footage of the rover that landed, and it's just like does like a 360, and it just looks. It looks so uh, familiar because it's just like mountains and desert land. Yeah, it looks like out in Arizona somewhere. Oh, but really? It, but it also, but you know that it's sorry, another burp. But <laughs> but you know that it's literally a, f- a foreign planet, right? That it's not Earth. And that, okay, isn't, isn't that so weird, dude?
0: It is pretty weird. I don't know. I I, wanna, like, I, I really want to believe there's other forms of of life besides just human beings. I I, I don't even I, know if aliens is the correct term for that specific species no extra
1: extraterrestrial life for sure i like i'm sure like listen the fact that we are the only beings that are like sentient like we are and like know of our existence that have ever existed ever in the entire we don't even know how big the universe really is i mean we do but like we don't know what's out there exactly and it's like the fact that we are an anomaly it, it could totally be but I th- I think it's highly unlikely, and there's got to be some kind of, if not other intelligent life out there that has existed m- billions <coughs> of years ago or in some other dimension or some shit. Like there's got to be like the foundations of life somewhere, like like you know single celled organisms or something. Oh yeah, it has to be. I I don't see how there can't be.
0: I don't. I think there's also uh, millions of types of universes to be honest too. I wouldn't doubt it. Like some, some, uh,
1: what's what's the the Matthew McConaughey movie?
0: Which um, one? There's a lot of them. Uh,
1: the in- Interstellar. Oh, okay. That's, have you ever
0: seen that movie? I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. Oh, Is it dude, good? You have to watch that okay, movie. Okay, I'll watch it. It's a
1: Christopher Nolan movie.
0: So oh, like, I love his film.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the <coughs> guy who did um, Inception. Inception. And yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a mind fuck. Really? To, to say the least. I mean, you watch it and you're like, Okay. This is kinda weird. And then they get into like without giving away any spoiler alerts, it's like they it's about black holes essentially in different dimensions. Right. And you're like, holy fuck, that could that could that seems real. Yeah. And like the 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 um Christopher Nolan like invested all this money to have um like all these I can't dude, I'm gonna get the facts wrong, but like he had like these scientists develop like uh the most uh, mathematically, digitally created uh, black hole for this movie. Oh, yeah! That huh. They say, like they say it's like the closest thing that they'll that they've ever been able to recreate, like what a black hole looks like. Oh, so gotcha. far, right? Know, like like up until now. So I don't know. Trippy, a, Super go cool.
0: astronomy, dude. Gotta gotta yeah. love that stuff. I'm a Leo. Uh, no, you're I'm a Leo. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Do you believe in that stuff? Like do you know, do you dude. think Jake? In your opinion, it's just a form of kind of like getting people together. It's just yeah. another excuse to just kind of build conversation. Yeah, small I, I,
1: I don't want to offend anybody because I know there's a lot of people who, you know, believe in that kind of stuff. I don't think it's real. I, I I know plenty I of Leos. I'm a Leo, and I and I think it's it's strange that I do exhibit some behaviors of what a Leo is, but. I, I'm but I, I like. I don't think my personality is nailed down to, like, you know, can be only defined to what somebody born between July 23rd and August 22nd, yeah, are you know, and I, I and
0: how could you? Know, how could you possibly tell me that I'm this particular person? Yeah, or, or vice versa. Yeah, I can't, you know, just say, oh, that's a typical Leo. I, I th- exactly. I, th- I think it, it was
1: just a way of people. <clears throat> You know, I mean, literally the way that people told time was through the sky and stars and stuff. I mean, back back when they were, you know, pointing out different constellations. And I think it was kind of just something that can be related to. And now, like, crazy hippie white ladies in Calabasas can, you know, go out and be (laughs) like, well, it's not my it's not Pisces season. So I'm I'm not (sighs) feeling
0: it. Uh, Yeah, you you do get a (laughs) lot of those hippie, crazy ass ladies, especially in Topanga. Canyon.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure that like you know my mom's really getting into crystals <coughs> right now, so I you know I'm sure there's a lot of
0: crystal ladies out there. Yeah, a lot so. of forms of energy. Shout right? out to you, crystal ladies. Yeah, some lady one time <laughs> when this was uh, the time when I was doing Uber, and a lady was telling me about like alcoholism, like how. There's like demons that come out of nowhere, and she believes in like there's spirits. Like every time you take a drink or not, I'm like, L- lady, listen, I don't have time for this shit. Like <laughs> alcohol literally is just a depressant. Like, yeah. come on, it's basic science, right there. I mean, that's what it does to your that, brain. Yeah, I mean, like if you take antibiotics, you're gonna you're, you're gonna feel like you're fucked up. Like, yeah. Listen, like,
1: I mean, I, I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I ain't no Bill <laughs> Nye, you know. Yeah, but like. I don't know. I, I have definitely... I, I think the human brain is capable of filling in spaces. I mean, it's true. That's It's called it's called something, and I always forget what it's called, but, like, psychological... Like, our brain finds stuff, like, coincidences yeah. in things, you know? So it's like, well, you're a Leo and I'm a Leo, and we both are, you know, hard-headed. Well, that must mean that anybody born in the Leo season is, you know, th- these, <laughs> these characteristics or whatever. But Ugh. I think... Um, you know, it's good to have that kind of stuff for people to believe in because, you know, I don't know. I've never experimented with like psychedelics or anything like that. But from have I from what I've you know, I mean I, I, I drink sometimes and I don't even smoke weed to be honest. It, it, that shit fucks me up. <laughs> no, no, for real. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've I've had some like bad trips just off of weed. Really? Yeah. So I try to stay away from it and it just like gives me anxiety. But um you know, I drink alcohol once in a while, and and um, <clears throat> I, I definitely experience. You know, my brain does different things than it does when it when it's not intoxicated. Yeah. And so I don't know who. Uh, someone once said to me, you know, we have we have cell phones, and they're constantly picking up like signals. You know, like like where are these cell signals coming from? You can't see them, but we've got this receptor that can pick it up. Right. Maybe our brains do the same thing, and there's you know like. Spirits or dimensions or whatever you want to call it out there and our brains are just so used to everyday life that we need some kind of like intoxicant or you know psychedelic or hallucinogenic thing (coughs) to take away that wall and expose us to what's really out there. You yeah. know, I yeah. don't know. I, I totally understand. That, it could be... No, or I totally understand. It could
0: just be it's fucking your brain up, and that's literally what it is. It's I, just I, chemicals in your brain. Oh, God. Speaking of the brain, you know, like, I always think about that almost, like, every day. Like, how how different it would have been if, like, some some other person would have taken his brain and then he put it in my brain. Yeah. And it's like, would I be a different person? I mean, we're going into fucking uh, psychology now, but <laughs> psychology 101 right here.
1: Jump into it, brother. We're here.
0: Yeah, so it's like, I, I always, like, there's one thing I wish is, like, I can have a full-on conversation without having a fucking roadblock and my brain receptors would be like taking a dump, like, wait, why? I just forgot what I was going to say or, yeah. or kind of situation like that. Like I hear conversations like, again, we're mentioning Joe Rogan and I saw the recent podcast uh, video with him and Elon Musk. Yeah. And it's, I love how these individuals can keep talking, talking, it goes straight on forward. It's like, whoa, like, that's intelligence right there. It's like it's always how important. do you build that? Yeah,
1: I, I think it's, you know, Joe. I mean, Joe is, a you know, a huge like proponent of like just talking to people and like your your brain is a muscle, dude. Like you got to work it out. Like the more So you, is that
0: what it is? It's kind of
1: that's what I think, to be honest. I mean, like I look at, you know, there's like do you remember doing math? Like I, I was good at math in, in school. But, like, if I looked at some of that shit now, I'm like, I don't remember. And I think it's just because we haven't done it in a long time. Gotcha. You know? So, like, the more you have conversations, the better you're going to get at it. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. The more you, you know, practice
0: your rudiments. The more, yeah, the, the better you're going to be. You get.
1: know, I think it's just like anything. Your muscle memory, your muscles, the more you work out, the better you're going to be. I just think conversation is like that. And um, I'm... I'm pretty ashamed of how how little I read everybody's always like you need to read more because I I always complain that I feel like I don't um I feel like my vocabulary is very limited you know we are in the
0: same boat on that like situation yeah Yeah, I have the same problem I doubt myself like whether whether or not I'm intelligent or yeah. In, in that case scenario it's like dude am i the enemy of english <laughs> <The> enemy <laughs> is my vocabulary that dumb that's that i feel like it. a fucking flintstone dude <laughs> <laughs> should be the name of this episode the enemy of english
1: i'm yeah. gonna put it yeah <laughs> i sir. Yeah. yeah um but like i love that but um no like there's like even when i used that word before proponent i was like fuck is this the right word don't sound dumb don't sound dumb don't sound dumb yeah i know i like that's I, me I, all the time and i like i know if i read more Probably would be the same, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I feel like, um, you know, I, I work my brain out a lot right now cause I'm doing this master's program <clears> and I'm definitely reading more than, than I would normally. But, um, yeah, I just think you gotta stay sharp, like have conversations. Like we've been talking for like almost an hour, I think. I, mean, I we're, think we're so. like, you know, I think we're, we're getting to Joe Rogan <coughs> status. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, you know? <laughs> pretty much. I love it. The more, the, yeah, just work it out.
0: The more, the merrier. I, but that's one thing I'm trying to... My thing with reading is just the the high intensity of just anxiety kicking in. Not so much anxiety. It's just more of like, I'm too extrovert as fuck. Like, I feel like I can't be in a room and stand too much and put my time into that. I'm I, I i like I'm just like, dude, I'm too bitter jitter. Like, what the hell is this? Like, I need to put my book down or... Or, or if I'm just even learning about Ableton or something like that. Yeah. It's just like, man, like... I'd, rather, I'd much rather work out or play the drums. Dude. Do you know I'm, what I mean? I,
1: I, I am exactly the same way, Paul. It's like, I, I feel like if I'm stuck in a room like studying or something, I feel like this has a big reason that adds to my procrastination. I'm a huge, huge procrastinator. Yeah. I feel like... Um, there's a certain level of like FOMO, you know, like fear of missing out. Yeah. Co- like you're like, fuck, dude. I'm sitting in my room reading right now. Like it's sunny outside. Like the sun is right there. You know. I'm like, yeah. Like, or I could be like doing a <coughs> podcast with Paul. Like sitting in the other room, like just shooting the shit. Because yeah. Because I, I t- I'm like very extroverted, and like I'd rather be out, like in the world, like going on a hike or fucking just driving by the beach or you know oh, something. Yeah, just I, I don't something. Know. I feel like. It's missing out like granted, there's times where it's like nice to just sit and chill and be on your own yeah. or whatever, but and that's probably when I should be reading, but in <laughs> way, scrolling Instagram like we were talking about before, I'm right. you know, addicted to it,
0: but um, I can only do yeah. it when i when I feel like i um when I'm feeling rewarded like the the feeling after i've I've achieved something, then I could chill, you know what I mean like the only Absolutely. time that 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 feels uh necessary to just sit in my room and then actually like read or learn something is when i feel like okay uh, now like i've done everything that I, like, i've worked out today yeah. i've like done all my shit yeah
1: i like you know went and did the podcast now i can sit and chill and read exactly a book and
0: do whatever but yeah. i don't like to start my day doing that for some reason yeah and i get i get it i guess everyone's different you know everyone has a different work routine
1: yeah it took me a long time to actually covid kind of helped me with it like getting comfortable with um you know like working out like in the day, because I I used to feel the same like the way we're talking about reading. I felt the same about um, doing a workout. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" It's like taking up time of my day when I could be do- doing something. But a, it's it obviously it's important for you. It's good for you. You feel great afterwards. B, it's like I've learned the more I do it, the more accomplished I feel, and I want to do more stuff in the day. And C, it's like realistically, (laughs) what else am I fucking doing? I'm like, (laughs) like, this other stuff I should be doing, I'm not doing. (laughs) I'm not studying and doing all this other shit. And, you know, I could go practice my drums or whatever, but that's, you know, an hour or two of the day. And then it's like there's all this other time in the day when I could be doing stuff. And I'm probably just going to be sitting on my phone. So it's I like do
0: not like having time off. Yeah. Um. On my days off, I've, dude, I never thought I'd get to that point, but it's like, yeah, I absolutely fucking hate having days off now. Yeah. Uh, maybe just because it's like I'm on that stage in my life where it's like, it's go time, Paul. It's Let's do it. <laughs> you know? It's now or never. Now or never. Yeah, exactly. Life's too short. And I think that's kind of the reason I, uh, like you kind of threw the example. It's like, dude, there's the sun. Like, I, I need it. If I can meet one person a day like that, that like literally fulfills my, you know, my needs and like yeah,
1: dude, go or even if you know you go out and you're like on a hiking trail and it's like hey, how you doing today? It's oh, it's the best feeling ever. It's so nice. Yeah. And and you someone
0: giving me a call compliment. Hey, dude, nice sneakers. Like, cool. yeah, fucking
1: yeah. It's nice to interact with other people and you know that's why I, I'm like working back at Starbucks right now just oh nice because COVID you know making money whatever but um. It feels nice because for nine months I was just sitting in my house like, you know, talking to my family and stuff. But, um, you know, it's nice to be back in the world at least like socializing with people like coworkers and, you know, some people come into Starbucks and talk for a few minutes. They can't like hang out and shit like they used to. But um, oh, yeah, it's it's nice. I feel like um, I was getting kind of um, like socially awkward. Really? For probably the first five or six months of COVID, I felt like it was hard for me to like sit through a Zoom meeting or like have a conversation because I just was like not doing it on a daily basis. Like you know, we're used to we're social creatures.
0: We are social creatures. And
1: and you know now I'm back and working and I see people on a daily basis and it's it's nice. It's like I feel like I can do this again, have a conversation.
0: It's great, dude. That's why that's the reason I'm I'm having this podcast. Yeah, is dude. so I can bring people together. Did you, did you start this uh, Yeah, during COVID? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I started it in the beginning of COVID. That's I awesome was like, dude. when COVID hit, I was like, I actually learned about it. And I was like, I probably should start this podcast <laughs> now or never. Cause then <laughs> I'm never we all die <laughs> before we all die. You know, I mean, I was kind of like, uh, like hesitated to even do it let alone but i was also skeptical when i learned about it i was like dude is this kind of like equivalent to like nuclear radiation and shit i know because yeah. like that's what it, like fucking chinese okay. news made it sound like like people are just dying and I it's know. like and like from bats and i'm like what the fuck is going on know, dude? this stuff like, is weird you dude. look at somebody and you could die yeah i was like wait are you telling me this is worse than cancer or something like that and i'm like all right, I'm like, I'm going to start this podcast then. Dude, you're like, it's- I better hear your voice before, yeah, you know, yeah, like I never, this is it, yeah, before I never hear myself or hear your voice ever again. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's why it kind of like, it's a way of bringing people together, to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I, some of the, the coolest times I've had have been just shooting the shit with friends. Like I, I did college radio for a while and, and then. Um, From CSUN? No, I actually, um, I, I, I was at CSUN for my first two years, and then I, I moved to San Francisco for a couple of years, and uh, I was at SF State there, and I did radio there. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, did a couple different shows. Um, one was, like, getting bands on on the air, like oh, live bands, God, yeah. and then another one was just me and my buddy James, and we just, like, it was Wake and Bake with James and Jake, and we woke up on Saturday <laughs> morning, go to the radio station, and just play reggae. Hey nice, <laughs> so, dude. But, that sounds um, cool. But yeah, I've got a friend named Bryant, and and um, met him from Starbucks years ago when I was <clears> a youngin. And uh, he does a podcast. He's actually a pastor. Okay. And um, it's just interesting because I'm Jewish. I'm not Christian, and he was always interested on like my, you know, moral take on, views and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, because I'm Jewish, but like I don't believe in God, and and you yeah, know, that's I'm, totally understandable. Yeah, and so we would just we would kind of get into interesting conversations and it's, it was just really nice to talk to and and then uh, i've got a buddy named aaron and he does the aaron black podcast and cool. uh, i did his podcast and we were just shooting the shit about you know music and our master's
0: program i, I think th- did i meet your buddy from back your buddy boogie aaron black you he was at the last one aaron black was at that one but
1: i don't know does he have glasses Yes, he does. Then okay, yeah, you yeah. met him. Then I have
0: him. I have him on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: dude. You you guys should do each other's podcast. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh
0: yeah, I'll invite him, dude.
1: Like he's he's yeah. so great to talk to. Him, really? Man. He's really. He seemed
0: like a really interesting dude. Such an interesting like, guy. He's within like life. the first minute, I was like, my fuck, can I get your number, dude. I was yeah. like, you're a really talkative person. He
1: re- yeah, that's definitely him. <clears throat> yeah, he he is uh, such a such an interesting character and just a nice like. Literally one of those people who you meet and you're like this is an all-around nice person. Right. Like I don't have a single bad <clears throat> thing to say about Aaron Black. I I you know,
0: he's he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, humble. That's hard to find. Very humble. Yeah. yeah. That's hard to find in people's personalities now these days.
1: Yeah, it's you know, I think I think social media has a lot to do with that and um just just you know, the kind of world we're living in now people are so like in their bubble. Really, and uh, I I feel that way at least. It's you know I I don't know. I feel like a lot of people kind of distance themselves. Yeah, try to distance themselves. Maybe not try to, and COVID definitely hasn't hasn't helped. But um, you know I think it's this whole like internet culture of like you know we're commenting and hiding behind comments and stuff, and it just makes it harder to inter Like people are just forgetting how to interact on a daily yeah. basis. and and I th- I feel like it's a lot of
0: people like our age and younger. Oh you yeah. Know? I absolutely fucking hate texting someone. <laughs> I'd rather be like, Hey, can we hang out in person? like like tell them in person yeah. that we can do this, like even like ugh, dude, I never understood like these dating apps, never had one, yeah, so because I, I want to avoid that I'm like D- i'm I'm kind of old school romantic kind of type dude, and like dude, like f- if I'm gonna ask a girl on date, I'm gonna say it in your face, like, hey, either you hang out with me or fucking <laughs> suck my cog. <cock." laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> like I'm just like not down for the whole small talk. It's bullshit. I much rather prefer a uh, phone conversation to be honest. Oh, like, totally. call, call me or I'll call you to be honest. Totally.
1: No, it's funny because I'm like kind of newly single again. And um, I've been talking to uh, this one girl lately and and um, but, bef- but before I was talking to this girl, it's like it's just so hard to like start the same conversation over and over again with somebody. It's
0: like, hi. Yeah, because oh, you you didn't respond. Okay, next one. Hi. <laughs> yeah, it's a refresh. It's yeah. just so no- It's and like I, being in like, I don't know. It's like a, I refer to it as like a video game. Like you're fucking Mario and you're going to the level one, and then yeah, like you, you kind of <laughs> fell into lava and you're like, oh, I gotta go back to the fucking level one again. Yeah,
1: and 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 it's definitely um, not just on, on on a on a guy's perspective because uh, two of my really close friends, they're they're. Um, girls and they're doing uh like dating apps and stuff right now and it's like this they're like equally as annoyed at it as we are because i feel like people just stop responding or it's like if you're not responsive enough i I don't know it's and it's hard you don't know what it's like to talk one-on-one with somebody yeah you could hit it off on the phone on text and then you meet them in real life and you're like oh what the fuck i don't know it's not
0: wait it's good it's like or what about if it's like vice versa? Like what if like you hit it off good in like in person and then through text message, it's awkward. You ruin it. Yeah, you ruin it. And and then they kind of have in their back of their mind, it's like, why is he not responding? It's like, because I don't want to come off desperate. I got to play the cool guy. Yeah. Like you don't understand that I'm never going to be that guy. <laughs> like that what am i like in in high school again i know there's a lot of games it's yeah there's games like what do you want like what do you want like ryan Gosling's like quote like what do you want Yeah, what do you want (laughs) what do you want okay and i'm like yeah it's like i don't fuck i can't read your mind you know yeah like do you want me to like respond but then kind of come off as clingy and it's it's texting has for
1: sure added a whole other dimension to people and I feel fi- you know we kind of grew up with it like we're we're about the same age I think yeah dude fucking um, MySpace era yeah uh-huh. I, I was like I was like just at the end of MySpace like I got a MySpace right as like fa- everyone's like we're on Facebook now I was yeah like, okay sorry <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was like you know texting was a big part of 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 my um, of your youth my youth definitely for sure like I I didn't even get a phone until I was thirteen which was late. You know, like, all my friends had f- cool fucking phones when we were, like, 11. Yeah,
0: dude. The flip phones, the Blackberries, the Motorola. When,
1: when I remember when the, I was in seventh grade when the, uh, um, what was that one called? The Razor, when the Razor came came out. You remember the Razor phone? Oh, yeah. That was, like, the texting phone. And then uh, everybody had one, and I was like, oh, I don't have a phone. But, uh, anyway, you know, texting has, like, become a part of everyday life, and I feel like, emojis make it easier now and there's like you know you can send pictures and stuff and facetime has made it easier to communicate (laughs) but it's definitely not the best way to uh convey feelings and emotions (laughs) right
0: it's just so bullshit yeah Uh, yeah it's
1: it's silly for sure and i I, i'm a big texter like i'm a huge texter. but here's
0: the thing texting was fun when social media wasn't around Mm -hmm. i got a i used to get a lot of response and everything um, you were talking and I'm like thinking about the whole, like high square. I was like, dude, remember how big of a deal it was when you saw people with like iPhone videos? Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. And I was just thinking about like the worst karma of my life and you feel free to share any of your worst karma, but no, like, yeah. I, I just remember this like story and I felt so bad to this day. Like, so I, I was given a iPhone video as a gift and then one of my classmates on my theater arts class, like left his, uh, iPhone video and like on his desk and he didn't come back and I so happened to like just take it and I was like I'm gonna sell this shit for $400 <laughs> you were that kid yeah I was that and I sold it and then he was freaking out I was like are you sure you didn't take it he's like no and then I was just playing my iPhone video for my original one and he's like let me see your iPhone video and I was like what he's like he thought that was yeah us. and then he saw it and he's like okay you're good and then the originally I, I remember I coming back from PE class it was in <laughs> my locker room I never saw my original fucking iPhone video someone sold mine <laughs> I was like, this is the worst. You got fu- Jack, bitch. Yeah, hey, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey, you got Jack. I'm like, dude, this is the worst karma ever. Yeah. And that's when I started believing. It's like, okay, maybe karma's real. <laughs> See, like going back to like, you know, crystals and ghosts and shit. Like yeah. That, I, I
1: believe not not in like the, the, I don't know. I believe in like the cosmic sense of karma, I guess, where it's like, you know, just be a nice fucking person. Right. You know, just be a nice person and like, cause I, I like, I, I try to not be an asshole on the road specifically because I used to definitely have road rage and I've gotten better. But it's like I feel like for every action there's a reaction. So like every time you cut someone off or you you know like tailgate somebody, someone's gonna do that to you. Yeah. So I try to just you know, and you know it's like it's okay. It's, we're driving. It's not a big deal. Be safe. And like just the same in life. It's like, you know, how many times do you go out and you see somebody who's being an asshole? And you're like, what did somebody do to them that they're an ass- being an asshole? Today? Yeah, exactly. It's like, be go say hi, smile, do whatever. You know, if you're working at Starbucks, give them a cup of coffee and give them a coke
0: and a smile, whatever. Yeah.
1: You know, just just uh, you know, I don't know. P- pass it on. Be, be nice. nice. Yeah. be Fucking nice.
0: What What are you gonna do to change it? What, yeah. What's gonna be your response, and <laughs> what's that choice gonna lead on to, the, like the next? Um, where was I leading on to this what's it going to lead to you know like the next manure Um, like when I throw a fuss Mm -hmm. for some reason negative energy creates this whole like dilemma of like just more bad juju coming my way not towards anybody I'm just saying you're a magnet for it like yeah exactly I'm referring as like if when I'm throwing a fuss for some reason bad shit starts to happen like i I create my own like like kind of like bad temper, oh totally like I, I I create this whole like chapter of my life where it, it it's just like dude, this is all on me for some reason, and, yeah. and I don't know why it just energy itself can just like start this in the beginning
1: yeah I, I I totally believe in that, and i and I'm the same way, dude, I mean, it's like you know you could wake up like everybody has bad days, you wake up one day and you're like, I feel so shitty. And, and, um, you know, it kind of just seems like, fuck now, now I'm late to the podcast. Damn it. Now I stepped in gum. Damn it. I'm out of gas. You know, It's like, you know, and just think you're like, damn it. Why does this happen to me? Yeah. And yeah. You, and it's like, if you don't break that cycle, like, that's why I th- I think positive self-talk is really important too. Because you know you hear people and they're like I'm fucking you know or or earlier I called us idiots but you know um, (laughs) (laughs) like we're just a bunch of idiots but no I mean positive self talk is really important because like like you said it's like you build on that like the same way you can build on a bad day and be like fuck I'm such an idiot and like like that that energy builds and I
0: don't know why it always just happens I've something I've noticed and. And I tell myself, oh, I won't make that happen again. But you can't guarantee that. No,
1: it's hard. Like ev- everybody has a day
0: where you're like, shit, this is not my day, and you know, like, it, it happens. It's but like, all right, I gotta back off. I gotta let the like the dragon literally just breathe on me and just yeah. like accept a fee. And
1: to and 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 if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I would say my top two things that like cure that are some form of like working out. And, like I used to get more angry when I would work out because I, I just have like a whole complex about working out because I thought I wasn't good at it because I, I just wasn't athletic for a long time. And you don't, you don't have to be athletic to work out. I've I've learned. And, yeah. and now I enjoy it and I enjoy the feelings. But honestly, the thing that makes me feel so <coughs> fucking good is playing the drums. 200%. I yep. agree. Yeah.
0: It's playing music and playing drums.
1: And there's just something so cathartic about like drums in particular. Cause I play guitar and shit too, but it's like, some, uh, I don't know I feel like sometimes if I'm in a bad mood playing guitar makes it worse because I'm like fuck I can't do the fucking scale you know whatever and that
0: creates positive energy yeah yeah it's like, when you're being creative and yeah yeah and there's
1: something about like hitting drums and just fucking uh, uh, playing a system of a down song and going ham it's just it feels good oh yeah
0: there's that what did you what did you say is a, that was a $10 word a lethargic cathartic yeah that's a $10 a $10, word. $10 word fuck yeah I dude. like that. see that's vocabulary that I needed like it's up my game
1: that's okay i think the joe rogan podcast gave me a lot of my new (laughs) last like six years or something i'm too generic bro like that's like
0: that's how i feel like i'm too simple i'm a simple man and that's why we love you paul (laughs) there's nothing wrong with it yeah yeah i've been told that every time like dude simple simplicity is honestly sometimes what we need look at all the songs that are hit wonders they're simple i dude
1: it's funny i was on a run the other day and i was listening to blink 182 we were talking about travis barker earlier and i was like cuz i've always had a complex about writing songs i feel like it has to be this complicated process and i'm like fuck listen to this this is four power chords literally do-do-da, do-do-da, yeah. do-do-da, do-do-da, do-do-da. people, rather, people
0: rather be more impressed than, like seeing that you know yeah
1: yeah I, it's it's funny uh um like simple Blink one eighty two, Green Day, like all these bands that are like yeah. we grew up on, that
0: like are the reason we do this. It's oh, like yeah. it's simple. There's it, nothing complicated about that. No, and it's fun. It's, yeah. not, it's not like oh, it's cheesy or bad. No, it's just fun. Yeah, people just love to have a good time. Yeah, dude, I think that's why I got. I was getting caught up in jazz
1: for a long time because like I have played jazz drums like all through middle school and high school and college. I was in jazz. You band. See that movie Whiplash? Yeah, dude. My friend Shy. Shai Golan, shout out to him. He's an incredible musician. He's, I mean, a, literally a, le- a legend. Went to middle school and high school with that dude. We came up playing music together, discovered the fucking Beatles together. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, he fucking was in that movie as a sax player in, like, one of the bands or something like that, and I remember watching it, and I was like, that's Shai Golan. Oh, and no. And like, I was like, I wasn't even surprised, because he's he's, like he went moved to new york and became this like huge jazz star and now he's back in la playing with like the who's who and he's traveled the world oh but love that fucking um yeah i was like i'm not surprised that Shy is in this movie but that that is an intense movie yeah, that that inspired me yeah well that oh that's what i was going to say is like jazz it's like i feel like if you enjoy like there's people who fucking enjoy it like either you love it or you hate it and I'm Pretty kind much. of in between because I, I appreciate it and I respect it, but I just can't enjoy it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, n- like, exceptionally good at it. Right. And I think that's why I, I don't enjoy it a lot. But it just feels like there's a lot of pretentiousness around it. And I know that it's it, that's, like, the outer layer of it. And once you get to know, like, they're musicians. Musicians are musicians. And yeah. people are awesome. But it just has, for me, I like. I'd prefer to just, you know, play some reggae
0: yeah but that's your style and you should stick with that because that's what i tell myself like dude you can never put me in a, in a kit and expect me to play some lo-fi music. Like it's yeah. just, it's just not gonna happen. It doesn't fit my persona.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, th- I mean, that's Paul. Yeah. I see you thrashing your hair and you know, slamming on cymbals. That's and Dave, shit, bro. And see, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. What's your so how how did you start playing? Like, how long have you been playing drums? And, uh, like, for about go?
0: almost uh, eight years in the making. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you're you're a pretty new drummer.
0: Yeah, I took it <laughs> serious when I was 18. Okay. I never started or joined any bands because I to needed to work on my own craft let alone okay. i was a little bit insecure about joining bands because i was like uh i'm not good enough being a drummer and i see all these kids like they're already super talented it's like That's scary le- yeah it, it, it was scary to be honest let alone honestly i i didn't grow up in a household where. Fucking A kid from MI could go, you know, was given all these, you know, yeah, toys and whatnot. Exactly. And it's like, and I had to work for that kind of stuff. I was right. lucky to join programs like School Rock, go to, to Luke Lake, and that's awesome, dude. You know, like those are stuff that got my feet wet into the industry. But yeah, I took it serious when I was 18, and I didn't start joining bands when at least when I was uh, 22. Okay, yeah. Um, then ever since then, and you started with drums. Yeah. Okay. It was all just drums. Nice. I knew when oh, uh when I heard like Ice Song in particular, the first instrument was like Fuck, I li- I love the drums. Like, what is that? What's the name of that instrument? And my dad's like, That's drums, right? do you, do
1: you remember like do you remember that moment you like like the song or like the moment or whatever? You're like, Fuck, yeah. I wanna do that.
0: Dude, I remember watching uh The Muppets. Animal is someone oh, of yeah. in- someone inspiration to me. John Bonham. Um I was like backtracking like i was literally in a time machine going backwards instead of like listening to the modern drummers mm-hmm. because that's who like my dad and my mom were all about like oh, just you gotta all- do it, yeah. yeah so i had to understand the origins and like the roots of like music and then i just got bored i was like okay i'm a fucking 90s kid like <laughs> i need more amped up energy to yeah. be honest so then Hear Nirvana, I was like, dude, yes. That, 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 now we're talking, that's the sound, that's the powerhouse, like I'm looking for. Fuck yeah. Like, I like the 80s rock and like all that stuff, but I felt like it was a little too glamorous. And I was like, yeah, it's a bit too showy. It's too showy.
1: Huge, like, electric sounding drums and stuff. There's a lot of (laughs) reverb. Like, (laughs) you hear Bon
0: Jovi's drum, bah, it's like, whoa. Like, like, well, you're not in that room. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't have money for to fucking have a three set, like, Three toms in the front, double double bass drum, like seriously, not realistic. Yeah, not realistic for me. So then that's why I got into punk, and then I was like, all right, I really dig punk rock.
1: I feel like punk rock is a is a such an underrated like genre. Like like there's punk rock, and then there's like you know people who think they're punk rock, but yeah, like I, I don't I don't mean that in the way that it sounds, but it's like I feel like it's so underrated like punk like like for musicians i mean oh yeah you know it's like there's some really talented punk rock musicians like i i can't play that fucking fast like listening to like circle jerks and and fucking descendants and shit like
0: Like, i I can't do
1: that that's insane man
0: yeah it's it's and it's like it's good stuff um it's punk is just like kind of that music that just kind of got me through uh with just life and uh same with metal to be honest yeah
1: metal too and um, it's funny that the two were like like they clashed for a long time
0: yeah isn't that weird it's, it's super weird and it's like, now it's I, like you the would, same culture kind of yeah because they realize like wow we're both underground yeah so we should <laughs> kind of work together
1: there there's this story i remember hearing like on some fucking v- remember like vh1 classics They're yeah like, the deep dive into metallica <laughs> you know some shit like yeah. that i remember watching one of those on metallica and they were talking about how like maybe maybe it was on on uh, fucking um I can't think uh what was it oh yeah kick stop my heart oh
0: molly crew molly crew thank tommy you tommy lee
1: yeah yeah they were talking about how they were like the the like between like uh like they were like the glam metal guys but they, they were, were like, also like but like they were fighting with metallica cuz metallica was like P- too punk rock for them. They're like, yeah, no. well, but we're metal too.
0: I'm like, isn't that so weird? It's very weird. You know, that's kind of the cool thing about this new era of, of like music that we live in. No one judges anymore. No one gives a fuck. Well, I mean, some know, Nicki Minaj. I mean, she's fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, fucking uh, Billy Eilish. You know, not I mean, shit. Yeah, William eyelash. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, but it's it's just like – and I've incorporated more of my drumming style. It's not just like punk. I And let alone – people already know like When I say punk, it's not just punk like No Effects or Rancid. It's literally more of like like 2000s. Uh, yeah, uh, dude, pop, Green Day. Yeah, yeah pop, pop punk. punk. Pop punk because I can be in a college vibe and that's what people hear. I played in Santa Barbara like house yeah. shows. And if you play pop punk, they're like, "All right, this guy's they're in. like this guy fucks." Yeah, this guy fucks. Well, it's
1: so funny. Did you see like the the TikToks that were going around where the guy was playing um, Dear Maria? Yeah, and he's like, "Mom, it's not a. F- it was never a phase. It's a lifestyle." Yeah, re- I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And I was like, super hardcore getting back into like Yellow Car, Yellow car AFI, MCR, MCR, Park, Paramore. Dude, Yes, that that that's that's like my era. I actually was like that. Like I I relate yeah. more with that than yeah. I do with like like hardcore punk rock.
0: Same here. I'm a warped tour like band. Yeah. Oh, for I go sure. to Vans. I'm like, all right, that's my style. Vans warped tour. Yeah. I,
1: apparently, I just saw like in uh my my grandfather showed me in the newspaper this morning. What's a newspaper? <coughs> but um, <laughs> Vans is doing a like a podcast now. Great.
0: Yeah. Isn't I'm, that cool? Yeah. I'm glad. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm glad they're still relevant.
1: Me too. And anything and everything Vans. Like if
0: I <coughs> I support it all the way. Me
1: too. And I love how grassroots they are. And, I, like, I, I've almost worked at Vans, like, four different times, but uh, it's a long story. But, um, yeah, I would love to get, like, somehow, like, get Backyard Boogie involved with, like, Vans or something. Getting sponsored eventually. by yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, because I don't know if Warp Tour is going to be a thing anymore, but... They might start uh, some other festivals. It might be yeah. back because... Corona Sharona. Corona Sharona Yeah, you know, people are gonna be like, ah, oh, we want live music again. But di- but didn't they
1: I, I, I thought that like in twenty nineteen anyway, like before the the great Rona. They that I was they, there. Oh, yeah. but they
0: said that was the last Warped yeah. tour, right? Yeah, it was fun. Some forty one, damn, dude. No uh, Nofex, the offspring, yeah. bad religion. the, the offspring. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about like old school bands, like but that's my shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Me and too. like
1: that's what I grew up on. Yeah. It's it's the best. It is, and it's just feel good. Like I was listening, to, yeah, I was listening to some cool shit over here. Like, like the Offspring gets gets me pumped.
0: Dude, Offspring was really fun. <laughs> dancing with some like she was kind of drunk, but that's not that's not <laughs> the point. Dra- like dancing to a chick while listening to Offspring live. I'm like, wow, you can't get any more punk than this. <laughs> no, like no. this is pretty <laughs> badass right here. And what's cool about this is like about like the whole Warp tour scene is like. You don't have to be punk or try hard. Mm -mm. No one dresses like that. Because I used to go to those underground punk shows. I'm like, this is fucking lame, dude. What are you, like, a try hard poser sex pistols (laughs) fan? Like, that's stupid. Like, that's not what punk is about. Yeah. So, like, I still enjoy other stuff. Like, I mean, I've been getting into hip hop and. Hell yeah. Yeah, like drumming. I mean, one of my all-time favorite drummers, aside from Travis and Dave Grohl, is uh, Josh Dunn by 21 Pilots okay yeah because he has that style of, yeah he yeah. definitely
1: has a, an interesting style for sure I like if I'm being totally honest I, I'm not a huge fan of 21 pilots but like I've seen their stuff and I dig their like you know their, like their vibe and it like I it's crazy that they came, they, they came up through, like, a grassroots yeah. thing. They're huge, dude. They yeah, sell I, on
0: Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're... It's, it's a two-man band. They won the Grammys. Yeah, like.
1: they were the biggest band in the world for, you know, a couple of years. I mean, they, every fucking K-Rock... Uh, every other song on K-Rock was a 20-year <coughs> pilot song.
0: Yeah, <laughs> tearing my heart and stressed out. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's like, when I first heard about them, I was like, okay, he's definitely now my top five. Like, yeah. Because, um, I don't know, it's just, it's like Beef out and, like, you fucking look good, you play good, and yeah. it's just like, you gotta look good when you're playing drums. Well, and of it, course. It, that's kind of what inspires me too. Like, not gonna be honest, like, I'm gonna be honest, like, the reason I work out is because for my, like, stamina and, and the well, drumming. Well, sure, it's important. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be a fat fuck on the drum, no. you know? Like, I, I just don't want to be that guy. Like, no, I, I, You know, like... If anyone who has to be good looking in the band it has to be the drummer, I, like, oh, it's kind of what I tell everybody. That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the stud, the sex appeal, it has to be the drummer. It's, I don't know it what it is. The drummer. <laughs> it's so funny. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, and, and so I, I like to get into this because I, like, when I'm talking to other drummers, I like to kind of like understand, like, their, uh, influentials, like, of, like, you know, of the drumming world. So, like, yeah. Uh, Top five, if you were to give top me, five? yeah. It's funny. I was going to ask you your top five. So, um, yeah, let's let's let's. You know, I mean,
1: number number one for sure. I mean, I'm sure this is you know almost everybody's number one is Bonham. Bonham, John Bonham for sure. Um, Stuart Copeland from, from the police, police. Of course, I would have to say, if you're
0: big into reggae and funky stuff in the hi hat, yeah, yeah, Stuart Copeland's yeah, the guy.
1: Stuart Copeland, uh, Neil Pert rest in peace damn
0: dude yeah rest in peace um, that was hard last year
1: that was that was like kicked off it was like neil pert and then kobe and then COVID. It was, yeah you know
0: um so yeah
1: those three i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat and put dave grohl
0: and taylor hawkins as one because you know it's almost like they're like yeah, if you took an atom away, and and like the the cell, yeah. and you put it together. That's how it exactly combined. Yeah. because
1: I I don't think I could choose between the two of them. So, uh, they're my number four, and then number five. Um, I was thinking about it on the way over because I had a feeling you were gonna ask. I don't know. I I I um. Let's hear you. As far as like, I, I it would probably be like Phil Collins or some or somebody like that, but. For right now I've been geeking out on um ah, there's so many Instagram drummers that are just like stupid good dude. Um Matt
0: Aguilar for the Chainsmokers, he's a fucking I don't know that guy. He uh he did a recent uh collaboration with Josh Dunn. you can check it on YouTube. Okay. They do all covers. Oh
1: yes, I did see that. I do know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um but there's there's just like some insane like fucking like bangers on Instagram. There's Tony like, Rosser Jr. Tony Royster Junior is the man, like like Aaron Spears, who's yeah. played for like you know Jay Z and all these people. Um, fuck, why am I blanking out? The guy, um, have you ever heard of Hiatus Coyote? I think so. They're they're like a they're kind of like a like an acid jazz okay, like, fusion yeah. group. Like I can't think of that guy's name, Spencer or something um that dude's insane i love that guy um man you can't do this to me you can't make me choose just <laughs> there's so many good any, drummers anytime i
0: have a drummer this is what you gotta know like, i know
1: it's 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 like because it's we're like drum talk guys. we're geeking out you know yeah for it's, real. So, this
0: is how i get like i start stuttering again because i'm too excited <laughs> like i'm getting goosebumps like uh, let's hear it you know yeah dude i i like there's i, I i'm tripping out because like i know
1: there's like ins- i can't think of any um I'm surprised you haven't even said Chad Smith. Well, yeah, Chad Smith is up there for sure for me, too. I mean, I just playing like Chili Peppers was what Chili Peppers were like one of the first bands I started playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then fucking um, John Dolmayan from System of a Down, huge influence on my drumming. I mean, you know, you could go Ringo. I mean, Ringo's great. Ringo, I, it's so stereotypical, but I Keith l- Moon. I, oh, Keith Moon, huge for me. I, I, um, Levon Helm from the band. Yeah, love Levon Helm. Ginger Baker, obviously. Like, oh, M- Mitch know. Mitchell from Mitch Jim, Mitchell. Jim Hendrix. Um, Buddy Rich. There's so yeah. I was when I was really into jazz. Buddy Rich was, was a big one say. for me. That's um, how uh,
0: Bonham, Travis, and um, Bill War from Black Sabbath all yep. got started because of. Buddy,
1: yep, Mr. Buddy. He's the fucking man invented the, <laughs> two, the two two bass pedals. Yeah, right. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry to do this to you. Though. There's 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 so many. I mean, like, and I'm trying to think. There's what's that fucking guy's name? There's this guy on Instagram, and then there's this there's this guy named Wojtek daragowski or something. Okay, he's yeah. like this Polish, like stupid good. Um. This other guy named El Estapario something or other. He's from, he's this Spanish drummer. Yeah. lives in Valencia and he's just, uh, dude, I don't know. Don't do this to me. (laughs) There's so many good ones right now. Like, like the internet, like that's one thing I love about Instagram is like how many kick-ass drummers I've discovered. Like it's, it's just insane. It's addicting. Yeah. Yeah. What
0: yeah. yeah you could be you could put me in a full room of other drummers and i'll, I'll be there all day like nam that's the kind of reason i'd go i'm like fuck all these other instrumentals like and other artists like i'm going to the drum section oh right? yeah like that's specifically when i met the guys from drummy i'm like oh finally like i get to yeah. see all this whole collaboration it's like,
1: it's cool have you been over to um y- to uh dw yeah Oxnard? that's where they shoot all that stuff it's, yeah it's awesome i'm it's friends a- with. Uh, with Ryan over there at DW, really? and uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen the setup; it's insane, dude. Oh, Josh Freese—he's—he's. Do he's, you know who Josh Freese yeah. is? He's yeah, he's played with everybody from like you know Devo to Sublime with Rome to Weezer and Nine Inch Nails. Oh my gosh, nice. Um, he—I can't think of the the punk rock band he was in. Um fuck he was in a punk rock band but the vandals and um that dude's insane he's like a just a regular guy who's a drummer i have um, a
0: full list because in case i always forget you should you yeah. should put uh, like i'd recommend probably put on your notes
1: that's a good idea yeah because
0: like i i actually recently put this like right before the new year and i'm like dude i'm just gonna name in case i ever do a pot like have a podcast special guest with other drummers yeah because i love just talking about them, <laughs> like. that. Literally I like I put like if you wanted to hear my top five and here they are, it's like who who's who's to be surprised if you were to guess who's Paul Burns' number one drummer? Dave Grohl. Paul uh John Bonham. No, it's actually Travis Barker. Oh Shre- oh yeah. sorry, that would have been my third
1: guess. Yeah. Got so, it.
0: so Travis Barker is gonna be forever number one. Dave Grohl's actually number two. Uh Trey Cool. Uh Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine. Oh,
1: yeah. Dude, he's a, a sick drummer. Super, I, well, not underrated, but, like, you know. Yeah. I, I The dude's nuts.
0: The guy's nuts because he's just, like, it, it's simple. It's like, again, we're going back yeah. to simplicity, and he fucking nails down those, like, symbols and just has the craziest beats ever. Yeah. I'm not too big into the Pacies, like, symbols. Yeah. But... I can appreciate it. They serve the purpose. Yeah, and I think he uses a Gretsch drum set. <laughs> I
1: yeah, I think I saw he just got some new Gretsch. What drums, drum set do maybe. you use, by the way? Um, I play a it's uh, an old X seven by DW or sorry Pacific by DW. Um, yeah, it's not like a crazy fancy okay. drum kit or anything. But I've been a Pearl all the way. Nice, nice. I I don't know. I I, I like Pearl. I just uh, I'm not on the Pearl bandwagon. And I think my next drum kit's either going to be like a Gretsch or a Ludwig or maybe even Pacific again. I really. They're affordable. Mm. They're nice. Yeah,
0: yeah, my next one is between SGC, okay, and the DW.
1: D- like uh, like Clearhead DW. Yeah, dude, I I I will forever love DW, and you know I'll forever be on their dick. I just can't afford it right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Even Thomas can be fucking expensive. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah. Honestly, Yamaha makes really nice drum kits.
0: Too. Yeah, there's pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah. I've tried them out. I'm not too big fan of Ludwig's. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I don't know what it is. I know like you know again Bonham. Uh, Tommy Lee, they use that kind of... Yeah. That old tubby sounding. Yeah, like, yeah. But my foot gets way too tired. Just yeah. Way too fast. I feel it. But yeah, I mean, just like I have a full list, you know... Serum, go down. Get, give me give me like the top 15 and I'll see how many I relate. <laughs> okay, so I already named the... Uh, the the fifth one is actually Taylor Hawkins. Okay. So that's my top five I already named. Six is Josh Dunn, uh, Lars Ulrich, because I love Metallica, Neil Peart, John Bonham, Alex Van Halen. When I saw Van Halen Alex, for yeah. the first time... He's again another dimension for the jazz influential. Like, he the guy just knows how to fucking tread. Yeah. And rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Rest in peace. Yeah. But yeah,
1: Alex, like that guy. Every single one of his limbs. You want to talk about like limb independence as far as like playing drums? That guy has it down. Yeah. That's insane. Like, I, I, I've, I still can't get hot for teacher. But I like was gonna that. say I've tried that my whole fucking life. I can't do
0: it. Yeah. Boom. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and that's um again there's. I can't believe this, but I just named like three of the Kiss drummers in a row. <laughs> so there's Peter Eric, Chris. yeah, there's Eric, uh, Peter, Chris, Eric Carr, Eric Singer, uh, and then there's Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, Chris Adler, Dave Lombardo. Fuck, there's a lot of metal drummers here. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, you've j- got a lot of metal influence. Uh, yeah, Joey Jordanson from yeah. Slipknot. There's um, Ringo Stars in there. Roger Taylor. Who's that? Uh, from Pink Floyd. If I'm correct. Wait, no. Roger Taylor would. I thought Nick Mason. No, was I thought Roger Taylor's from Queen.
1: Oh, Roger Taylor. Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Roger Taylor. Um,
1: Roger Taylor. Yeah, Roger yeah, yeah. Taylor.
0: If it wasn't for Roger Taylor, Taylor Hawkins probably wouldn't yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I saw his master's class, and apparently he's really big into the Toto drummer and uh, oh, Roger Oh, Jeff Percaro. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, insane. So Bernard Purdy, who, you know, invented the Purdy shuffle. He's yeah. big and, like, you know.
0: John Densmore. From the Doors. Yeah, from Doors. Uh, Phil Rudd, uh, and then is that the ACDC dc drummer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, fucking mm-hmm. Phil Taylor, Mickey D from Motorhead. Okay. Uh, Scott Travis and all the Ramones drummers, Marky and Tommy. Got it.
1: Th- I, I never like got into the Ramones as we're like having a punk rock conversation. I like never really got into the Ramones
0: because it's old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if if we're being honest, like the old school, like I like that whole New York scene of the yeah. Joan J and. The Clash, uh, Talking Heads. Yeah,
1: what's that fucking? Um, I'm talking like like New York Dolls. New York, do- and I like, don't really like that, that's that shit. That's like old. What's, what's that, that guy's that, name?
0: That guy, that's like way too old school. Lou, Lou right. Adler. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Or not that, Lou Adler.
1: I'm getting, I'm getting my shit confused. Bro. bro,
0: it's too much to learn like fucking music and get there's hectic so sometimes. Much. Yeah, and it's, there's so much good new
1: shit too. It is. Everybody's like. It's funny to hear our parents, they're like, music just isn't what it used to be.
0: It's like, you <laughs> well, aren't what it used to be, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like,
1: there's good shit. They're just not playing it on fucking KLOS anymore. You know, it's like- I think the important
0: thing t- as a musician is to st- uh, make yourself stay relevant. You were talking about how Instagram, and I want to get your opinion about this, Like, you feel like you get unmotivated because you feel way too distracted. What if you were to flip that around, Jake, and use it as your business platform? You know, you gotta promote yourself. Bro.
1: I, I, I do like I do use it. Like I, like I, I post videos of myself playing drums. I post shit about backyard boogie. I do that, but I just think there's something like it's definitely addicting. Like I'm not gonna deny that I am addicted to Instagram. Like I can't just be like, well, I'm gonna post and then get off. I'm on 15 minutes later to see how many likes I get, and it's it's a subconscious thing at this point. I like. I'll I'll just pick up my phone and just be like, oh, let's see what fucking, you know. And 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 then I'm like, fuck, I'm doing it again. And I I it's uh, for me it's unhealthy and it takes away too much time when and not to mention I I've tried to unfollow like a lot of "quote unquote toxic stuff." Um I like positivity and I like seeing people doing their shit, but I just think you know social media in general it just shows a portion of what's going on in somebody's life and it and no matter how much you tell yourself uh, you're working hard and you're doing a lot of you're doing all that you can right now you're working at full capacity and whatever i think um, it's so easy to get caught up and be like i'm not doing enough when you see you know this person's doing this and this and they're in school and they're doing that and they're a parent and the, you know yeah. But like that's just a, you just see a little bit like you don't know what goes on. And, and oh, yeah. I feel like I get so caught up in that. And I'm sure you can relate as a musician like like me being a Jew like Jews are so hard on ourselves in the first place. coming. Really? coming like Jewish culture is just yeah. all about, you know, like going to school and we're just very like anxious people. And it's, you know, Jewish oh, people i, I used to themselves. work for apartments I, yeah, yeah, yeah it was fucking awesome <laughs> we're you, insane you guys, people. You, got, you
0: guys had one of the greatest parties ever
1: we we party but yeah. <laughs> we're also very uh you know psychotic at times but um just being a musician in general it's like you are your own your hard harshest critic yeah and it's just it's hard like when you see these insane drummers on on instagram and you see <clears throat> you know warp tour and you know i'm just relating it to things in my life but you know things that are going on in the world and you're like fuck why am i not at that level yet not realizing that like that those people have worked so hard to get to that level and you know and have been doing it for a long time and it's just it's just hard to live in the now and real and you know it's hard to not think that you're not doing enough that, that my friend that is every sense?
0: that my friend is what i go through probably every almost every single fucking day of my life yeah the best solution is to a and i know this is hard to say but like don't compare yourself cuz we all go through different roads you know we have roadblocks and different downfalls um but you're all, you're doing you you know you got to be on your own track uh no nah, i think that was number 2 number 3 <laughs> uh, i'm losing track already see number 3 is I've noticed when you're doing what you love and what you need to do, none of that matters anymore. And right. so the whole comparison game stops because you're already, like, you know, you're filling your schedule. So I think what you need to do is just, like, I mean, it's not what you need to do, but, like, for best kind of, like, advice. No, I, d-
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, I it, do need to do it. Yeah,
0: it's just more. it's just more of, like... Keep yourself active. Like, just be kind of think out of the box. Be creative. Like, okay, what can Jake do to better himself? Yeah. You know, and like, that's what I ask myself too. It's like, it's not just drumming. It's like, how? All right. If I'm fucking feeling this way, fix it. You know, use that for your advantage. That's kind of a form of fear. And fear is actually good for us because it, it motivates us to do better in life. You know, we need a good ass kicking in life. To I be
1: do. Dude, I tell people that all the time. We need, need a ass I need my ass. Kicked. Yeah.
0: You need <laughs> to get your fucking tooth knocked out. You know? Yeah. You know, right. Ra- even if it's round 10, dude, Connor McGregor fucks up so many yeah, times. Dude. dude, look at this last fight, dude. Guys, ass what uh, yeah. it's not going to stop him. No, no, dude. That's just life I- how it is. And so I feel like um for you, I mean, you're doing good. Seems like you're doing great. You I know? appreciate that, man. Thank yeah, you, you just kind of like have to just, you know, think of like, wh- what's the next chapter? What's the next obstacle? What well, you know, there's, yeah. there's circles in life that it's just it's so fucking confusing. I know it. It is. I-, I get it. But it's that once you take that whole comparison and like, dude, you'll feel way much better. No, I think your mantra is is
1: absolutely right. I mean, you like you starting this podcast being like, you know, look at how many people have, have you know, I mean, I I definitely have used COVID like the first couple of months. I was like, "Fuck, now's the time!" Like, I'm gonna take this time and relax and like, you know, I'm in school. I'm just gonna like kick it and just focus on school and not worry about all the other shit outside. And I needed that mentally. But like, I, people like you who have kept shit going, like I I, I, I fucking respect that. Like, oh, you started thank this you. podcast. Like, y- like you're gonna be the one who's relevant after COVID. Oh, not thank you. Stop doing it. And like, that's why I felt like. I had to jump back into Backyard Boogie and start doing these, like, you know, like video shoots and shit.
0: Yeah, whatever and it is, just post it. It's like, like it, yeah. Content is content. You're more likely to fail and actually feel better rather than feel like shit and knowing that you didn't do anything. Oh, exactly. Wouldn't you rather have tried than oh, not totally. try at all and yeah. regret? That's the worst thing. And always have in the back of your head, life is too short. Because in a way, I'm kind of blessed that all this has happened because it's like we took a pause now. Yeah. It's like now it's time to, like, recuperate and work on yourself what you can do. So that's why it's kind of helped out a lot because, like, yeah, when I started this podcast, I never thought for one second, oh, my God, like, I'm not at the Joe Rogan level. like. Dude, it took him 11 years until he fucking got relevant. And he
1: started as Joe Rogan, which he, you know, was the Fear Factor guy. Yeah. You know, he already had a significant following. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it it goes back to also the drumming world, too. Travis Barker didn't just become Travis Barker all of a sudden. Or Dave Grohl didn't just become Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl had to go through so many shitty bands until he found that band. And then when Nirvana just took a poop, (laughs) he he made Food Fighters. That's... yeah, dude. You,
1: have you seen the the Foo Fighters documentary? The uh, back and forth it came out probably ten years ago or so.
0: I think so. I, I'm like, I've seen so many. I still haven't seen like their Christmas live show on Amazon Prime. Oh, I really want to see that. It's.
1: I know. Me too.
0: Yeah, and like now they're becoming relevant again because, well, I think that new album came out. Yeah, they're yeah, going. They're, they're 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 being hosted. Howard Stern. Everyone's wanting them again. Yeah, all the radio shows are wanting them back. It's like, dude, see, like that's inspiration.
1: Yeah, dude. Well, it's it's funny, like, I feel like our, like, that those two have come up, because, I mean, Dave Grohl and Joe Rogan are, like, my, you know... Yeah, they're inspiration. Theirs are my two biggest inspirations in my life thus far, and, uh, I mean, Dave Grohl, for a lot longer, I mean, he's been, excuse me, with the burps, um, he's been my role model since I was probably 10 years old. There you go. But, um, I mean, he... You know, started playing drums. He started playing guitar, actually, and then he got into drums. And, you know, like you said, just went through a bunch of shitty bands. And the dude got lucky that, that like, that Kurt found him. I yeah. Mean, you know, um, but look at all the shit he's done in these last 25, 26 years. I mean, it's like, it's, but it's, it's a process. It doesn't just, you don't just wake up and you're Dave Grohl. Yeah, you know? and, and the that's guy. What I n- have to tell myself.
0: Yeah, and the guy never even stops, even when he feels like he's like achieved it all. He just finds ways, like, no, what can I do next? Makes movies, does barbecue. I love his quote when he just says, "Go out and just play." Yeah. That's the best thing to hear. That's what kept me going for a long time. Yeah, just play. Just play, and and, and who gives a fuck
1: about your critics? And like, I, and that, and yeah. I'm so happy that you have that mentality, and you know, like that's Dave Grohl's mentality too, because there's a lot of times I was going to talk about this earlier where I go long periods of time without playing because I see like these Instagram drummers and I'm like fuck I've been playing so long I've probably been playing longer than these people and I'm not at that level and it's just you know life happens and I'm not trying to be like a like this you know session drummer or whatever I'm like I enjoy it and I'm in my band and music will always be a part of my life and if I ever get the opportunity to go on tour I will fucking take it but you know um, I, I just feel like I'm subpar to where I should be playing drums and I just see Dave Grohl just back there fucking playing and I'm like, he's, you know, he's not the greatest drummer of all time technically speaking yeah technically not speaking his energy and just his fucking his will his will and i'm like that's what i love and that's why he's one of my favorite drummers oh yeah and And that's how taylor
0: hawkins yeah taylor hawkins too
1: and they're not ashamed to fuck up and they're not ashamed to you know (laughs) they just have fun they have fucking fun playing drums i love that and that's what i what i love about
0: it A full-on drum discussion right here, dude. You dude.
1: know what we should do? What I've done probably four times, and it's been so much fun. Is you rent out a room like this that we're in right now, and just put two drum kits in here? You, you saw that play. drum
0: collaboration, and you you because you commented on. The drum video where I did. Uh, oh, uh, yes, you yeah, did do that. We should do. I want to do one. I've done yeah. a couple of them. Those and are super fun. It's fun, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll bring my kit. You bring your kit, and
0: we'll fucking. Fuck yeah, dude! Rock out. Once I get, uh, I want to get in, like a decent camera because okay. I'm about to invest into like a 4K. I told Shit. you earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that would be like great, like content. It's, it's just oh, fun hell to yeah, be it's honest, fun, dude. Yeah, it's, Sh- I, I show that to everybody. Like yeah, fuck, I mean, dude. Look What I did. Yeah, look <laughs> what I did. What are you doing?
1: And this is the perfect spot too. They've got. Decent sized PA speakers. I mean, you know, oh, there you go. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just throw on some Green Day and play some fucking American Idiot for all I care. I don't know. Oh, yeah.
0: You got your ear, uh, in ear, yeah, in ear monitors?
1: No, I, I, I own, I bought used in ear monitors from somebody and I've never set them up. Really? So I have to figure out how to use them. Maybe you could help me figure them out.
0: I mean, I just bought one like at Guitar Center for just 100 Okay. Um, They're just basic. We're not talking about like studio, like, they're right ingrained right in your ears but because those can cause pricey but but they work what do you do do you just set it
1: up to like uh like the interface or like what do you do
0: no no i mean like usually i mean i only try i'm still learning so Mm -hmm. when me and my buddy john when we film usually it's like we'll have like our phone or something and then we'll play the song at Mm -hmm. the same time and then we'll sync up the song and the video, and then boom, it's like okay, yeah. I've always wondered how to do that. Like, yeah,
1: I've wanted to make drum videos. I yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm see,
0: the editing that can take a while. Okay, yeah, so it's the editing too. Yeah, it's okay. usually the editing. Okay, it's okay. like fuck, dude, I'm not, <laughs> not qualified for that yet. <laughs> that's I mean, you don't have I, to be qualified, but you, you know, that's something. Whoa, there must be a train right
1: behind. Yeah, there's this a train wall. track right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my buddy, Dan, who's been helping me with all the backyard uh, boogie shoots and video and stuff. I mean, he's a master. Like he's been video editing for a couple of years now. And um, I he kind of was helping me get into it. And, and I, I don't have the patience for it. He keeps trying to convince me. He's like, dude, you can do it. You're creative. I know you can. And I'm like, I know I can. But it's like that FOMO thing. It's like I'd rather be playing my drums than, than vid- editing videos. But yeah, you know, I know it could probably help eventually one day. It could be
0: fun. Depends. Yeah. It just takes time. Again, it's like building that um, uh, mind muscle. Yeah. And um, you just kind of have to be patient. Believe me, I'm the, the least person to say I'm patient. I'm super impatient. <laughs> I think that's why I make shit happen because it's like, are we doing this or what? Like, yeah. You know? So, like, yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I It's think, a good trait to have, I think. Yeah. To, to be patient but impatient
1: yeah i mean be patient in like in the way that you're patient with people and stuff but like it's fine to be impatient and be like i need i need to fucking come on let's yeah. let's do something you got to work like on yourself that's yeah. why i say
0: you're your number one priority first oh, totally. and foremost it's yeah. it's you first jake you hey, know you, you can't let anyone bring you down
1: i it, appreciate that
0: yeah of course dude
1: and it's and it's you first paul for you <laughs> <laughs> thanks man
0: i mean Fuck, dude. I don't even know how long we've been doing this podcast, but it's been a pleasure. Dude, yeah, it's we're been almost, nice talking. Yeah, dude. We're almost at four.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, we got to pack it up probably before they kick our asses out. No, nah, they're cool. Okay. This
0: is family right here. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. We love each other. And like, Yeah. Sometime, last Monday, I was here before uh, Faraz was here. Mm-hmm. I was here for 10 hours shooting for a live music video. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was I was getting my ass kicked. And by the time I did the podcast, I was like... All right, I'm letting you know I'm fucking wiped. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still doing it.
1: Those are the good days, dude. Yeah, those are the good days. Those are the days that are worth it.
0: I know. I miss live music. That's one thing Me I too. I gotta say. Like, I hope yeah. live music will happen soon.
1: I, I'm trying to make it happen with backyard boogie. I mean, it's you know slowly but surely. Yeah. I just hope we can get out to like you know concerts again. So we'll see.
0: Man, dude, if not, we're gonna have to move to Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, we'll go hit up Joe and be like, "Hey, can we be the the openers for your fucking comedy act?" <laughs> <laughs> We're two dumb dums. Yeah, just a bunch of dumb dums out here playing drum drums. Yeah, drum drums <laughs> Hey,
0: there you go. Oh fuck, there's so many title names for the, I could name this podcast. Surprise
1: what? me. We, there was one that you said it was uh What was the first one? I can't remember. It was something English. It was something about
0: uh I'm the enemy of the English? Yeah, something something like In, that. Yeah, the enemy en- of enemy of English. Yeah. <laughs> enemy of English. Yeah. Enemy of English, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That's a really great one. But uh, yeah, dude, you have any questions for me f- before we end this? Um, so great, dude. I've had it, s- it was a pleasure having you on board. This was
1: cool talking. I'd love to do it again if you're ever if you're ever back. I mean, you're just. I mean, I know you're not far, but um, oh yeah, every year around, I'm down to just kick it and talk and have a couple of beer. I don't know if they're cool about having alcoholic beverages in here, but you know, we have a beer afterwards or something. Yeah,
0: we definitely got to go with surf. Yeah, dude, I'm down to surf too. Yeah, surfing and just enjoying life. Yeah.
1: Okay, I do have a question for you. I've seen, you know, like you do fitness and stuff like that and I are you a vegan?
0: I've been vegan in the f- in the years of four making. Or I said that's so wrong. Four years in the making. Four years in the making. <laughs> I thought you were being like all like like
1: in the years of four making. I said it's you're so about b- to start <laughs> a like start yeah. a, a poem.
0: <laughs> yeah, thou shall. Yeah, I, I said it's so fucking bad. Right? That's okay. It's like old I, old ass Aladdin kind I, of language. I, I like it. I think everybody should start talking like that.
1: Everybody should start talking about that. They shall.
0: thou, thou shall now you know condense <laughs> condemn the English vocabulary. Indeed. So you so you've been they, a vegan for four years. Yeah. So, um,
1: was it a slow, like, gradual process getting into that, or no?
0: I instantly, uh, instantly, just changed my you whole. D- yeah, meat. I just stopped all that bullshit. I, I, I knew, when, two thousand seventeen, uh, started. I had to make a change, just because. Let's just say 2000- two thousand two thousand sixteen was wild in a great way, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. It was just a little too wild, where it was like. I feel like I'm decomposing. I'm like, you know, like, like my fucking body. It just cannot handle all this partying and, and touring and all this stuff. And I just want to make a new change. I, I like, you know, like I'm still young and what could Paul do to better himself? Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so it I, wasn't
1: necessarily like that you were feeling sick from meat or it was like a thing. Like no, you, you just like needed to make
0: a I, change. A, a, and that a change felt right. at Yeah. The time. Okay. Cause I want to look back and, and, and feel satisfied. I want to like, I want to, Kind of, like, write a book and write one of my achievements and kind of, look, like, look at this. It's like, wow, th- something that I actually s- stuck to my word and didn't quit.
1: I love that, dude. <sighs> Just being able to stick to a goal. Yeah. And keep yourself accountable for it. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's really – that's I respect that.
0: Thank you. So, it was mainly uh, more for health reasons, to be honest. Okay. To – yeah, I mean, because people like to do it for, like, the moral reason and, mm-hmm. and, and like, for the animals.
1: And you're like, no, but fuck the animals. I just want to be Honestly, healthy. <laughs> I kind of want to look good, too, like, yeah. when I'm 50. Like, yeah, I feel it. Yeah,
0: so, because I, I had buddies out in, like, in you know, in the Bay Area. And, and one of my best friends who no longer lives in the U.S., he's out in Czech. Um, he was a vegan, so he inspired me to try it out. And I first thought, this is bullshit. Like, I can't eat sushi anymore? I no. love <laughs> I, I miss sushi, like. To this day, but I
1: think I, well, you could still do sushi. I could do stuff. veggie rolls and avocado yeah, roll. Like
0: yeah. I, I, find my ways. Um But miso soup, yeah, and stuff, yeah. miso soup is so great and oh, yeah. tofu. Fuck but yeah. but so I became a vegan. You know, the beginning, like cold turkey. I was just like, all right, I'm I'm gonna start something fresh and like I don't want to look back. I I want to be totally dedicated to it. I'm not doing it to inspire <laughs> anyone. I'm doing this just for myself. Like like that's the last thing I want. Like I don't I, w- I don't want to be in people's faces. I don't want to. Not try pushing to, it or anything. Yeah, I don't want to change people's point of views in life or anything. And, like this is just strictly all about myself. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. So, you're the you're the best type of person. You're the best type of vegan and the best type of person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you don't say cuz yeah. you'd be surprised like I, if I'm in a group of vegans, probably like the only punk rock ass like <laughs> cool like vegan. Like vegans in like again in the Bay Area or some parts in LA can be a bit too pussy for me um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like
1: my, my 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 two friends dora and Yasi, who i'm about to go hang out with right now um Yossi was a was i was friends with them we met in san francisco but we're all from the valley ironically yeah. we all went to the same high school too um yeah she was a vegan and she was very uh not pushy about it you know which i liked because people i have met are very pushy about it like she's very strong in her opinions about why she is a vegan and i respect that and I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the reasons, but like she d- isn't, doesn't try to like push. Ve- she's not like, you know, uh, you know, animal meat is bad, you know, whatever. I'm yeah. It's like life is veganism. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. It's she's she's actually not even a vegan anymore. But okay, there um, you go. You know, but uh, I respect it. I, I understand like it's it's obviously treating you
0: well. Yeah. Four years like, of making it's keeping my brain alive. Hell yeah, dude. It gives me uh, creativity. It, it makes it gets my brain flowing you know nice i, I feel good I, I i just i look good when i go to the i look at it's, myself in the mirror like all right it's important dude yeah it's like, important self-image
1: and just like actually how you you view yourself is important
0: yeah it's like i i was just done like thinking like shit and like looking like shit to be honest yeah not to say i ever look like shit but like it was just like I don't know. Like I, I just like changes sometimes. Yeah, I, dude. I think that's why that's somewhat what we need in our lives. Oh, for sure. It's like, like if someone was heavily addicted to alcohol or drugs, like, don't you want to stop and like make a new, you know? Yeah. I, so.
1: I've, I've, I mean, I've definitely gone through phases where I drink. You know, not like heavily, but you know, where I drink a lot. Like you
0: binged a lot, yeah. Yeah,
1: and and you know, it's it's nice when you take a break from it, and you know, I've definitely drank. How do I phrase this? I've definitely gone through periods where I can drink in a healthy manner as opposed to where I drink a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I feel better as a person when I'm not drinking a lot every night, you know. Like, well, I can't even remember the last time I had even a beer. And now I'm going to go get fucked up with my friends right now.
0: Dude, <laughs> I feel so jealous. I'm on antibiotics right now oh, after no. tooth surgery. So I can't even have—you know, the true story, I was scared this podcast podcast wasn't going to happen. Oh, no. Be, because I had a root canal surgery. Oh. Dude. and i couldn't stop bleeding for 2 days yikes i was like this is fucked up i I, I do not want to go through this shit anymore dude oh sh- shoulda told me well i'm glad we didn't, i'm glad you no didn't i, do I it. it stopped around friday okay cuz yeah. i started take actually listening to the doctorate, and i took the antibiotics Yeah, what a fucking concept <laughs> yeah cuz i'm against like prescription drugs okay. you know that's my theory and Got i'm just it. like ugh but I took it and I was like, "Oh, the bleeding stopped." So, yeah. like I'm actually feeling better. But I can't drink. So I'm like, Yeah. Ugh.
1: antibiotics are important like like, you know, I like I know it like wrecks your gut biome and like all the the good bacteria in your body, but like, you know, if you get an infection, it's fucking you're fucked. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you can build those back to your, right? Oh,
1: totally. I'm I'm all like um like I'm a huge proponent. My my really good friend James like makes his own kimchi and like cuz I'm all into like um pre like prebiotics and probiotics and um like I love kombucha. I love kimchi. Uh, oh like yeah, that, like that I forgot
0: about kombucha because I used it's to drink. So that builds up, like
1: yeah. Well, th- supposedly it's because it's got like like even yogurt while well, you're vegan, but um, I can still have like vegan yogurt. Yeah, 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 like so oat milk kind of stuff. Yeah, if it's got if it's got like the um, the cultures in it, like active like uh, like um, microbiotic cultures in it, like that's super good for you. Like, and that's, oh okay, that's what it, you're destroying like with antibiotics and stuff because it's just like. You know, like a fucking... Like, antibiotics are, like, a nuke, like a nuclear bomb. It just takes out everything, like, all of the bacteria in your body because that's, you know, it has to kill the bad ones, but it doesn't know the bad ones from the good ones. Oh. So, like, to build it back up, you drink, like, kombucha and, okay. you know, eat yogurt and kimchi and stuff with hey, prebiotics. Hey, it's trade-off. I mean, I'd rather yeah. kill the infection. Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, you don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die. <laughs> Especially in your, like, stuff in your mouth, it's like... It, infection in your in your teeth is bad. You, it's like, I, I you don't take it for granted, you, ta- you take it for granted until, like, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, and you're like, I you didn't you don't eat solid food for, like, two weeks. You're
0: like, fuck. Yeah, like, man. even
1: just talking feels weird. Like, I'm sure, you
0: you know, you're my, feeling it right now. It's like. My teeth are sensitive av- after having, like, cavity fillings. Yeah. They're not the same. I can't eat cereal. I don't remember the last time I ate cereal. Because every sucks. time I bite, I mean, it all serves a purpose. Maybe yeah. it's meant to be. I need to cut down carbs. And cereal's not that great. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even get I feel like I just don't even get fat or anything. That's one thing I still am trying to get better at is like uh adding more fats into my body. Okay. Do you I, do like good fats like, like avocado, avocado and, and nuts and Oh yeah, that's it. Those are the, like my main sources of fats. Do
1: you do any uh like supplementation or anything?
0: But besides tofu, uh I mean I just a lot of pea protein. Okay. Yeah.
1: But no, but I mean do you take like um like right, like vitamins or anything like supplement anything I used to Okay. I kind of
0: like stopped but you know I'm probably going to go to Sprouts and get some to be honest Probably should A lot of a lot <laughs> of yeah vitamin B12 does definitely help Oh out. that's good for you yeah You need that shit bro Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah dude well I actually I think I got to get rolling out kind of soon but, Yeah um I got to meet up with some friends but
0: um, No I understand This has been it's been really impl- fucking fun, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry if my vocabulary was on and off, dude. Shut up. <laughs> I, 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 I told you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm so self-conscious. Like, I want to look back and, and listen. To this is like, ugh.
1: Please don't. I, I I've really enjoyed our conversation together.
0: Okay, thank you so much. That means a lot. Hey, it's yeah. like it's like what you said. Like, it only gets better, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel like, you look, know, like, like with uh, you know, like with your veganism, like the more. Well, maybe not applicable to that, but you're going to keep doing podcasts. Your vocabulary is going to get better. The more people you talk to, you're going to learn how to communicate with different kinds of people, more shy people, more extrovert people. and
0: Smart people even stutter people. at times. Yeah. Right?
1: I I, I I, don't think I'm dumb. I think I'm kind of smart, but I, I, I stutter and I sound like an idiot sometimes, and I don't think my vocabulary is very good. So if that makes you feel any better.
0: Well, that's Jake Almighty. and. uh Jake. It, uh, thanks for having or thanks for having me like thanks for being a part of this podcast it's nice to be had by you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired dude i haven't had sleep in the last three days um but yeah check where can we check out your music
1: um you can check out my band meteor street all right on uh, instagram uh, on our website MeteorStreet.com, on uh, spotify you can check out uh my pr- my lifeblood is backyard boogie so check us out on instagram it's og underscore backyard boogie underscore don't ask me why we've got the underscores um also on youtube we're just og backyard boogie we're slowly but surely putting up some more videos up on there releasing lots of content and uh follow me on instagram i'm jake seleznick i uh i think on instagram i'm drumsurfer surfer 94
0: he's a phenomenal drummer thank you so yeah that's jake almighty right here thanks for having me (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being a part of this this is world madness and we'll stay tuned for the next episode peace out everyone